want to hear the slight background versus the large background. There you go. I you understand. Hey, you said it best. What's brother. up, y'all? We're here yeah. at Tommy's World. We got all the freaking Red Bull drinks. We got Justin Krell from JT and the Black Tops. Yeah. You, you know it. The <laughs> only one of the JT and the Black Tops. I don't think there's another Black Tops band out there. I don't think so. There's yeah, a lot a of revivals. Name. There's a lot of revivals. Black uh, JT and the uh, or Black Top revivals. No, I'm just saying like there's a lot of like revival like bands like like uh like Paradise Revival or Treaty Oak Revival. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Or there's or a Credence Clearwater Revival. Yeah yeah, they're all revivals. How many revivals do we need? We've been one too many. Yeah, I think there should be more. Um, what do they call it? Uh, Antichrist. <laughs> Renaissance. <laughs> there should be more Renaissance. Renaissances. Is I want a, a thing? I want a, I want a depression. We don't need a revival. We need yeah, a we depression. Need a, yeah, forget these. Um, what's the okay? There's a depression, but what's before the like? What's the one before a depression? It's like we're in it right now. Pre-depression. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. It's called. Um, it's oh. called a recession. Is the word a you're recession? For. Yeah, a recession is the word. You're looking for. We're in it right now. An apartment. Uh. Oh, we are in my apartment, dude. Um, yeah, we. St- I stole someone's chopsticks from a Mexican restaurant the other day. Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, You're yeah. joking, right? No, it was one of those. It was, uh, it was one of those like Asian fusion Mexican restaurants. You know what I'm talking about? I love that stuff. Yeah, dude. yeah, it's so good. What was that place called? You know, it was called. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you remember the name? Uh, um, it was Masa Sushi. <laughs> the, uh, Masa Sushi. <laughs> no, actually, it was. I was at Masa Sushi and I did steal somebody's chopsticks. Um, I felt bad about it, but you know, I'm a bad person, so. Like real chopsticks, like the ones they brought from home? No, uh, the lady didn't bring me my chopsticks. And oh, the guy, yeah. The guy behind me got up to go to the restroom. And I just Easy. Easy slide. And yeah, he was dude, like, been I there, know that you gave me chopsticks. My mom used to make me, she'd be like, go get that ketchup over there. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Freaking embarrassing. <laughs> just take the ketchup from the table. Like, hey, I can see that you're eating a chef salad. Do you need this ketchup? <laughs> No? It's That's like two o'clock in the afternoon. No one's even there and I'm still yeah. embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Like no one's watching. It's like, Mom, we're only the we're the only ones here for the lunch special at Diana's Grill. All right. <laughs> we're the Grill. only one here. Oh, dude. Um What's been well, up? What's been up with you, man? Um, musically, I don't musically, care about your personal life. Right, I was gonna say that's all. That's all I want to talk. to you. No, not really. Um, I do care about your personal life. I want to talk to you about be, you know being a father and stuff. Oh, I love talking about that. It's my favorite subject. And I've and I've seen you know uh, you you're kind of like a you're like a single dad, right? Yeah, yeah, we got him. That's awesome, bro. Full time. That's insane, bro. That's just yeah. like you just don't hear that a lot. I mean, it's not like a like a lack of a parenting on the other side. It's just how our situation worked out. Right. So it's not like that it's like begrudgedly that I'm like, yeah, no, no I don't have a chip right, on my shoulder or right. anything. But I just that's what you do when you're a parent. You yeah. just an, an actual parent, not a not a not a. I call them tattoo dads. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah like yeah. you know exactly. You don't have to explain it. They're not really dead. Yeah. Well, you, you, everyone knows that. What I'm talking about. I don't have any tattoos. You got one. Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff dude. <laughs> Harry Potter. That's right. It's gonna be a whole Harry Potter thing. But there, you know, looking at you, I couldn't put you in any other. I could maybe. You could no, you could Gryffindor. You could, but no, it's no. it's Hufflepuff, dude. You scream Hufflepuff loyalty is what it screams. You know. I wonder if you could guess mine. You're Ravenclaw for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't blush. All right. Don't blush. Don't blush. 
Dude, it's so good to have you. Um, I met you doing a gig. I don't know how it happened, but you were like, hey, you got a hold of me somehow. Or I got hold yeah, of you. I put up on the on the Houston's gig, uh, gig. I was like, hey, does anybody want to play guitar with me? I need a guitar player. Or I needed a duo or something duo, like that. Duo, Facebook duo. Or you're like, yeah. And you're like, I play. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I had like that I had that day <laughs> off. I, or I didn't have a gig book that day, and I was like, this might be it. And that was a decent gig, too. It was like an anime was fest a, or something. Yeah, it was a cool gig. It was a, at, at a Fulbrook, cool place. Fulbrook Elworks. I played a gig or two there since then. Yeah. Nice people. I and um, I tried to return the favor to you. I tried to hook you up with Palapa Bar, right? Yeah, I think I got that gig. You did? You got I, that a I couple times. A couple times, yeah. Like, I got roofied there. Really? Yeah, that yeah. place second, is crazy, dude. The second to last time I played there. But it was 100% my fault because, I mean, really, it's not my fault. But it was 100% my fault because I some people had bought me shots. And I always have uh, Paige. She brings them to me. Right. Just uh, just, you should you. always you should always have your if you somebody buys you a shot you should have your bartender bring it to you as a musician just yeah. little things that people don't tell you unless you want to get roof unless, unless you're, you're looking that. to get roof yeah absolutely unless you're looking for trouble you should have someone bring you your drinks that's associated with the venue but um but yeah I have but I so I had somebody had bought so many for me. Like I had them lined up on the stage. Right, right, right. And oh yeah, by I the took end a of your break. Set, there's like a bunch. Yeah, I took a break and I didn't move them from the edge of the stage. And so I, mm. you know, I was just, it was like I drink Jaeger, so you can't really tell if something's in your Jaeger, you know. <laughs> Straight Jaeger. All my friends are like, "You're a fucking idiot," but I, uh, uh, you you're know, a monster. We, dude. we oh went my through, gosh. dude. I, I'm so lucky that I started playing music early. Like in bars at like uh, 16, I think 15 was my first bar. And they used to give me solo cups. I never drank any beer up until I was like 17. But, you know, younger, I would get solo cups. And, man, I'm so glad that I got all the shitty liquors out fast. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I, you know, when I wanted to be, you know, I was a fireball had just come out. Like oh. it, was, it didn't just come out, but like the, the cinnamon whiskey was like taking off. Right. And like everybody wanted fireball. So the I fireballs, just. It's bad. Sorry to interject. It's bad. It's, bad. <clears throat> no. it's a bunch of sugar. It's not even a real whiskey, right? It's like a liquor. It's, it's like a. Yeah, it's like well now because they can sell it at corner stores. But now it's wine. Liquor. They just changed it recently. Yeah. Oh, that's it's like, why. It's like a wine based, but um, that's why. Okay. But yeah, and it's not. Yeah, it's just you're corner just drinking like, sugar. What? But I remember we were in Rue Dos, New Mexico. I was, I was playing guitar and opening for a band called Zach Willard Band, and they're out of Austin, Texas. And we were playing at this. There's two bars in Rudos, New Mexico. There's Quarters and there's Win Place and Show. And Quarters is like like the the if you want to go get crunk bar. Okay. And so they told us that they were paying for the liquor. They had the liquor. They were, we were there for four days. They had the liquor. Yeah. And we we messaged our manager at the time. He messaged him and was like, "I just want you guys to know what you're getting into." When you say you're paying for this band's liquor tab, yeah, because yeah. it's not like two hundred bucks a night we're talking. Because there's one, it's a six piece, it's a group of six guys: sound guy, you know, <laughs> bass, drums, guitar, singer, and then uh, our manager was coming, and they were like, "Yeah, no, we got it, we got it." Well, second night, fireballs gone, all their fireballs gone. Mm. They get a shipment on that Friday because we were there Wednesday or Thursday, Friday, you know, Friday night or Friday. They we, they had no more fireball, but they got some more. By the end of the show Saturday, they were already out again. Mm. Of course, it wasn't all us, 
Right. But that was what we were getting at everybody. We were like, shots? You know, so, you're getting, every- so you're getting other, other people's shots, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, man, Fireball was out quick. Um, Jameson, all the whiskeys. We used to, I'm just tired of those. I, I had so many, like, just, I was like, eh. Because when you're young, you're like, I have to show people how hard I am. Yeah, Like, yeah. I have to prove my worth. Like, I can drink this whiskey. I always lean towards whiskey because, like, I think, I think I've kind of put it together, like, um, like, I don't know if I'm diabetic. My dad's diabetic. <laughs> and I for sure have like a, I'm for sure pre-diabetic. I'm, I'm definitely pre-diabetic. Right? I've got the dibs for definitely, sure. Definitely uh, pre, pre-depression. <laughs> we're in a, but we're in a, pre, pre-diabetic we're in a pre, depression. Pre-diabetic depression. We're in a recession of diabetics. <laughs> and I just think, um, you know, I've. Which uh, that wouldn't be how that works, but that's the fine. Sweetest, <laughs> it's one of the sweetest liquors. What, Jameson? Uh, just whiskey. Oh. Just whiskey's period. I guess I wouldn't say any whiskey sweet. But really, I don't. I've always thought they were like sweeter. Like Jack Daniels is sweet. When I drink Jack Jack Daniels, I think of sadness. So <laughs> wouldn't go with sweet. It's very like sugary. It's definitely one of the sweeter liquors. Like tequila's not sweet. Oh, they, see, I love tequila too. Right. I, I I like. I went through bad tequila, but the thing with my tequila phase that it ended it so quickly was I liked expensive tequila. So oh yeah, like it's, it's one I was just like, man, this is one not of the most worth pretentious. It. This yeah. is no. Can I get some Don Julio Silver, please? But they say that um, don't shake it. They say that it's one of the best liquors for like your health and like hangovers and stuff like whiskey. Yeah. Oh, we were we were sponsored by a me. No, 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 not whiskey. No, no, tequila. Tequila is it? Yeah, yeah. It's oh. like one of the healthiest, like skinniest, like it's the agave. It's the it's like if you are gonna be a, an athlete and drink <laughs> liquor. It's going to be, uh, yeah, it's the agave. That's what I heard. If you are going to be an athlete. <laughs> if you want to be an athlete. Don't you fucking touch a beer. Some people, you know. Yeah, they do. You know, there's beer drinkers. Beer drinking athletes. All the wrestlers drink beer, dude. Every time my phone Andre goes the on. Giant. What happened All to your the, phone? Um, well, as you can see, I don't have a case. So you're living life on the edge, bro. No, I'm just an idiot. Honestly, no. <laughs> honestly, though, let me say this, and you probably agree with this. When you have an iPhone without a case, it just feels like, oh, this it's like driving a car the way it was meant to be driven. You know, like, yeah, it's like I, this is how you're supposed to hold it. They yeah. want you to feel that, but it's all it's all it's all psychedelic because these companies, right. they want you to think that fe- holding the phone. Yeah. Bare feels better. So you drop it and have to buy a new one. Right. Quickly. I wouldn't doubt it. I'll say yeah. this. It does feel yeah. better to me, though. But these little cases right here that they make, that only Apple makes, are my favorite. Because one, they're like this leather. You could slide it in and out of your pocket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not like rubber. It's like yeah, you can't slide like plastic in out of your pocket. Or like OtterBox. <laughs> dude, those rubber OtterBoxes you know what I'm talking about? You ever yeah. tried that? You're like, yeah. Uh, the ones that aren't supposed to slide off tables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stupid. Um, but That's these dumb. you can slide out, and they kind of are the same shape of the phone. They don't add too much bulk. Okay. Right? Yeah, get the mic adjusted. I'm you leaning. I'm a leaning guy. Lean in. I'm gonna lean out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're cool. I am. <laughs> you're focused. I am. Hey, you're right now. You're um, engaged. Is that the yeah, word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Engaged, entrancing. Yes. Everybody's looking at me. Everybody. Is it? Are we on? Are we even recording? Is it? Is it yeah, recording? we are. Thank God, we are. It's fine. It's totally fine. I don't want to start for another. I don't know if y'all know, but I started prior to this, and um, yeah, we we're off to a great start too. I know it was, so, it was fucking. So it was good. a good roll. What happened was no. Well. I was talking about my fink, my toenail, which is super and a super interesting subject. He's like the echo doesn't sound right. No, it wasn't. The uh, resonance in the room isn't sounding did, right. They sounded weird. Something happened with the resonance. No, I, I had the uh, background noise thing on, and I and I just noticed that it 
I'm actually in my head. I'm still not satisfied with the sound, but we're gonna we're gonna push through. I think that it sounds great. There's a lot of podcasts that have horrible sound, yeah, and they're yeah. just like, Meh, we'll set up a room mic. Yeah. Oh, and what I wanted to tell you was these little rogue thing or road casters. They have like effects already built in to the channel. Mm-hmm. So like, there's like this depth and um and all kinds of like other not reverb, yeah, but like, like radio. Like yeah, radio it makes your voice sound a little compression bit and stuff. cooler. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, we were talking about people who don't like to use headsets. Or they use in ear in ears, yeah, yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't even sound the same. Doesn't sound doesn't, doesn't look cool. It doesn't if you don't have a, if you have a podcast, you're not wearing headphones. Yeah, the big you don't have a podcast. You have a podcast. You're just a guy with a camera. <laughs> all right, that's all it is. Yes, that's, dude. I mean, seriously, honestly, like no ser- Like when I watch Dave Portnoy's podcast mm-hmm. and he's sitting there with AirPods in his hair, <sighs> I'm like, that guy's not even a billionaire. Oh. Not even a billionaire. I am just think of the overhead, intake, the overhead on his podcast because he's just got his phone. He's just on Facetime. Oh, it's nothing then, right? It's, it's like, like they probably spent like five grand on equipment once. Didn't he like buy his company back for a dollar? Or something? Yeah, yeah. What a genius! I don't even know how that worked. I don't even know genius. how that business deal worked out. It's a, a tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your impression of Portnoy? Tax bracket. How do you feel about his pizza thing, man? Do you like his pizza ratings? Do you like his pizza? Do you like pizza? Do you like I think his it's opinion just a gimmick. Pizza? I think it's just a gimmick by now. The problem with it, with Portnoy, yeah. is like he's like pizza culture is like everyone's so fuck like no one is like yeah you can have this pizza but this pizza is also good like this kind of pizza can be good they're either like I like my pizza like this this is the only way pizza should be cooked yeah 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 and, it's kind of done that to the and he doesn't really go into like. Like different style pizza, like and if he does, he's like, eh, it's whatever. I don't like this pizza, you know. Yeah, I don't eat this pizza, so I'm not. I can't, you know. I don't eat this kind of pizza. I can't give it a good review, and so, but that's stupid. That's stupid because yeah, like not like, one pepperoni are you gonna do? I'm sure he's done eating a pepperoni, but still, like not yeah, he's one always pepperoni. doing like traditional or like margarita or like, and he wants the skinny thin pizza. I mean, there's so many, there's so much good deep dish out there. Don't get me wrong, I agree with his. I am more of a skinnier New York yeah, style. Yeah, no, I like a crispy but pizza, but there is good pizza that's not. There that is pizza. good deep dish, right? Yeah, there's is good there deep good dish. dish. I've had good. I've had a good deep dish. Yeah, boy, we live in Texas where yeah. deep dish is just like sticking in a pan. The first one I ever had, I think that I remembered, was at a place called BJ's. BJ's, BJ's? Brewery. You ever been there? Yeah, who had that shitty pizza? Yeah. That's I, just, but I thought it was cool back that's in the day. Chain pizza. Back then, I was—I guess I was so poor that when I got, there, I went there with my <laughs> my uncle. And the my booths are overly large, so yeah, you know like, it's a fancy place. No, I was just like, what? They had make their own root beer here. What? Brew their own. Are things? you kidding me, Dad? You can see them brew the brewery. Yeah, yeah. You see those little things when you walk. You're like, oh my They're gosh, empty. Really, yeah, it's they not don't real. even really do it. There. I thought it was real when I was a kid. I was like, oh, not now, obviously. I've grown. Okay. You got to think about like the food and health violations would come along with just. I'm still pissed off about the good hot start that we had. That just yeah, I know. I now know. I feel duped. But what I, you did was you Ron DeSantos our our hot start. You just put it on a bus and you shipped it somewhere else. You're like delete. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about how he had kind of a hot start to the, in the race and then he now he like fell off and no he shipped he it's a but it's yeah, a yeah, joke yeah. on that he's shipping immigrants to Chicago. Yeah 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 yeah. How you feel about that? I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it's. Yeah. Like I, I don't think that game. I don't think the act of itself is funny. I think it's funny how Chicago's like we're a sanction you know sanctuary city, and then DeSantis is like, <laughs> really? all right, let's find out. And then they're like, it is ah. wild, dude. They're like, wait, 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 wait. It's wild times. What we mean? In. What we mean is, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's crazy, and it's even funnier watching the uh, the Chicago governor come up and try to explain why he's not allowing oh, people into gosh. the sanctuary city. I think give it up. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't really know all about it, but I know enough to think that that situation's funny. Oh, dude. You don't have to have serious opinions, people. It doesn't right? be that serious. It can just be an opinion of yours, yeah. and it's totally fine, all right? Yeah. I think that it's stupid when people cut half their hair, but some of them look good doing it. Like uh, like the, the, the down-the-middle half no, shave? No, no. Like uh, the girls or the dudes with long hair just shave this part, like back to their ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have, like, overly long oh, hair over it. Over. <laughs> yeah, and then they throw it over <laughs> Like what's the point you of cutting your hair? Have you ever seen the movie? Oh, I think it's called The Fifth Element. Oh, I love The Fifth Element. Me too. Bruce Willis. Is it Bruce Willis in that? Yeah, it's Bruce Willis, Chris Tucker, who no longer, um, who's nonverbal now. By the way, he's almost dead. I heard he's like he was yeah. supposed to die. He was supposed to die earlier this year. That's wild. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, dude. Yeah, he got. And the same thing happened to um, what is her name? Oh my gosh, she's completely uh, paralyzed now. It's some famous actress. She's a Broadway singer. God, dog it. What is her name? Mm. Anyways, she is also completely. Veget- almost, well, he's like still. Able yeah, no, to- he, but he's like like out of it. <laughs> yeah, he's on autopilot. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're talking about the bad guy when he has that, the that plastic piece. Yeah, yeah, the plastic piece. What is that? Who was what who was the costume designer? I was like, you know, make him look real futuristic. <laughs> if we put half a clear bowl on his head, that'd be really cool. Like. What? And, and everyone was just like, okay, that sounds great. The writers were yeah. like, because the actors don't care. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But the, everyone I did else, love that movie, though. I feel like it's definitely a sci-fi the, cult classic. Oh, easily, easily. Would you put it, like, and I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but I'd put it in my top three sci-fi films probably of all time. You know what is uh, one of the greatest films of all time changed uh, cinema for a while? Uh, but I just have, like, begrudged, like, hatred for it. Willy Wonka, Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. Oh yeah. Do, well, Why you do you just, hate it? You just think about like there, everything about the movie is so fucked. Like not only is the, I mean, yeah, like, there's a lot of fucked stuff. Yeah, but what's there's like you know the the big one is that Willy Wonka like just basically uh, like put on a competition so he could torture kids, but like really the more like the morals of it. Like first of all, you had this overly poor, you know, family. And I don't know if you noticed this, but the the writing is so lazy in that that the the couple's names are just that person's name in female or male form. So there's Henry, Henrietta, which is the Violet Beauregard. I kind of like that. George, Georgina, Joe, Josephine. They're all just opposites. They're just like ah, names. They're not important. They are. Josephine is George's. Is no Grandpa Joe and Grandpa Grandma Josephine. Oh, Joe and Josephine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cute. I like that. I kinda, so, yeah, it's kind of like moving on. And then you have they're all bedridden in twenty years. Yeah. And yeah. then Grandpa <laughs> Joe's like a golden ticket. You got a golden ticket. I got a brand new grace on life. You know, like he's just like, oh, I can sing and dance. This man has been sending his only social security. He's been spending his only social security on tobacco for the last twenty years. He could be contributing. <laughs> he's got his. He's got his eleven-year-old grandpa. Dude. He's got That's his eleven-year-old grandson running paper routes to pay for bread and cabbage water. Kids gotta learn. So, and then he's like, you know what? I can sing and dance, and yeah. so. He's like, he's like, oh, Charlie got a golden ticket. It's my time to shine. Yeah, and no one says anything about it. They're not like, they're like, what the fuck, well, man? You could, you, do been, you could do this all the time. Full routine. You could have been working at the toothpaste factory. Like, anyways. So moving on, you go, you cut to the scene of the candy shop where the candy man 
is just giving away candy to all the paying customers that were there that afternoon. Right. He's just giving. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, rich kids. come back here, come back here, have this candy. And then the only poor kid in the town, everyone knows That's he's poor. Good, yes. He's like, give me my money. You know the scene? Dude, you know I relate the scene? to that, though. You dude. know the scene where he's like. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I love that. I'll movie. have a, I'll have a Wonka, and he's like, okay, here, try this new one. And he knows that there's a competition going on yeah, for yeah. the chocolate bars, and he gives him the Scrum Dealiumptious, which is not a part of the promotion. And he's like, here, kid, I know oh, what you're after. Yeah, dude. And he's like, and then he rips it open, takes a bite, and he's just sitting there like a little greedy gremlin. He's like, <laughs> and he gives him way too much money, and he's like, well, why don't you try another one here? Take one shot instead of two shots at the Wonka prize. We're gonna ignore that. And then, it's, I mean, I just, and the, the day before, he's just giving though, away man. candy. He's like, yeah, fuck. poor people, that's what we need, you know? Did you know that that's Sammy Davis feels, is who wrote the uh, Candyman song, Sammy Davis Jr.? Mm-hmm. And he wanted to play the Candyman, but they were like, no blacks. Oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, there wasn't any, any uh, culture in that movie, was there? Who was, I don't think so. There was, was not, the, there's not one, because it was actually filmed in Germany, so. And the beautiful, the, beautiful the kid town. the kid who played Augustus Gloop and his parents Augustus. they were they were not uh, actors they were just it was just a German kid they did like a poll and they <laughs> yeah, got a German the best, yeah who's he the was, best fat little kid actor out here yeah yeah who's I guess they were just like yeah we need a fat little kid with a fat family and they were I like, love the fact that he got sucked up in that and they were like, tube for being a <laughs> gluttonous but you can't blame the kid dude like dude, that, that that scene makes me claustrophobic. Because oh, yeah, you know yeah, that, that chocolate's like, hot. Oh, I used to panic and be like, dude, imagine. You I, know that chocolate's would... hot. Yeah. And he's just not... like the air quality in that chocolate tube. And I'm extremely claustrophobic, too. <sighs> you just like, I can just imagine. Like, <laughs> Augustin <gasps> flavor fudge? Yeah, dude. Ew. Like, oh, dude. And let's let's get past it. I don't give all you Willy Wonka wh- purists. Tim Burton's was a good one. I don't care. It oh, was the, a good. The that's Tim the Burton's, one with Johnny Depp, right? That was a good take on I like Willy it. Wonka. The I love Johnny one, Depp, dude. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen clips. It looks funny. It doesn't look like something I heard it's I'd good, watch. but it's, uh, yeah. It doesn't look like something I would watch. Me neither. But, I mean, I guess that's how, like. It's probably like an overly. That's how boomers felt about uh, the, 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 the Johnny Depp. The 2006 one. Well, a lot of boomers love Johnny Depp. <laughs> No, they don't. They don't. No, no. My mom. Oh, my mom's not a boomer. Never mind. She's. Never mind. The women. My mom the women of yeah, that era women. loved Johnny Depp. How could you not, bro? Oh my god. You know, I just think it was a weird time because he he was Twenty One Jump Street, was like his uh, his breakout role, or maybe it was The Outsiders. He wasn't in The Outsiders. Johnny I Depp. Don't know. No, that was Ralph Macchio and uh, and uh, Rob Lowe. And a couple others. Rob Lowe, dude. He like, I just think that it's crazy that Ralph Macchio was 30 years old making those Karate Kid movies. But, like, yeah, just imagine, like, now, like, when Justin Bieber was big, he wasn't an actor, but just for comparison. Right. Just imagine, like, now if, like, 30, 40-year-old women were like, ah, oh, Justin Bieber. Like, people like, <laughs> what the fuck are these people doing? And that's how people were with Johnny Depp. They're like, oh, Johnny Depp, he could butter my bread like he couldn't even put the condom on right if you asked him to at that age i love him dude uh and his whole music thing that he's doing i think it's cool i mean it's kind of like it's so cheesy it's kind of like hey he's lucky he's best friends with joe walsh right 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 right. if he wasn't he wouldn't be in the van he wouldn't if he and if he wasn't bankrolling it well he's also got that band what's who else is in that band the hollywood vampires yeah it's it's joe it's not joe walsh it's uh joe perry joe perry Perry and um Oh. A couple other big names, dude. It's a super band. It's a super yeah, group. It's a super, it's a super group. But really, 
But still, if I'm, not, Johnny I'm Depp, not listening to any of their songs. If Johnny Depp wasn't in the band, no I don't think anybody would know about the band. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure Joe Perry doing something. Someone would know about it. These guys yeah, but old. who? All the all his fans are dying now. They're not going the out. Aerosmith bu- fans? They're not spending. Aerosmith are, are not spending $50 to are see that a old? band that's not Aerosmith. Yeah. I mean, dude, Aerosmith, the 70s, bro. Yeah. So late they, 70s. So, Late seventies. I know, but you got to think 80s, people who yeah. are buying tickets in the late seventies are now 50, 60. No, no, they had to be sixty years old now. So I mean, yeah, they're not going. They're to not the going out. Vampires. Yeah, they're not going to see a Hollywood vampire. Be surprised. There's some, there's some old people who like to get out there. Yeah, a very if an anomaly. They're the Yao old. Ming's of music goers. Anomalies. Yeah. Oh, man. The Yao Ming's of music goers. I'm just saying. How many seven foot nine Asian people do you see? Not many. Yao Ming is the only one. <laughs> except that one guy. Except that one guy that broke the record. Whatever. Yeah, why is it that... Have you ever noticed that? Like, the people who are breaking records for the categories are the people who, like, on average are not in that category at all? Like, the tallest... The two... Like, the three or four tallest people in the world were were Asian. And right. typically, Asian people are not even right, tall Right, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. The you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I guess that is. I never thought about that. Yeah. Shoot, man. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like the girl. Swimmers. Like blind people are really good at doing things that blind people shouldn't be good at. Oh yeah, they're like they know their house better than yeah. That guy's not over there. Like all the rumors that Stevie Wonder is not really blind. Dude, I love that. This is my favorite thing ever. Yeah. But they say like he walks. Have you ever heard that? He walks in a room and he's like, like snapping. You can hear. When he's like, he's like he's like gathering the acoustics of the room. You can't hear the walls are. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. Like, he's like, oh yeah. That's wild, dude. Like, how good are your ears? No, I it's guess actually that's really, all you have. It's really sad. I mean, just imagine if somebody blindfolded a kid and was like, find where the walls are. Figure it out, dude. And they just had to do that their whole life. Like, That's essentially what happened to Ray Charles. Sad. He was a kid. Yeah, you I could know, see, yeah. and then he, and he, and all of a sudden he, he went blind. I, that's the saddest movie ever. Oh, dude, he has a sad so life. Good. The first episode, like now, just being a dad, like anything that involves a child being hurt, I'm just like, Oh, I hate that. Because dude. his brother drowned in a wash tub. Right, right. And like that's like the first thirty minutes of the movie. Like Ray Charles is like his mom's like, You're going blind. You just gotta figure it out for yourself. And then like it cuts like to a couple <laughs> years. It's like six months earlier. Also, his brother died in a wash tub. Oh, dude. Like, uh, oh, you know, that's where they started putting warnings on wash tubs. Don't let your kid drown in this wash tub. You know? You ever see a warning? Do they really like, do that? <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like it's funny that... I've never uh, seen those stickers. It's funny. Well, you see, like, on soap, you know, like, like soap bottles. Right. And there's, like, a picture of a kid shoving the the, the <laughs> pump down its throat. It's like, don't let kids don't let do this. Swallow this it's pump. like, someone had to shove their... Had their kids shove That's the true. thing down to if put that any, warning if down. If there's any means of safety, it's because something's already happened before. Yeah, right? so you got to think about, like, who, who did this the first time. Who was like, you know what? I'm going to take this pepper spray or this chemical spray and just take a big fucking drink of it. Oh, man. Speaking of chemical sprays, we got these Red Bulls. Did we talk about this yet? No. I was. I think we were t- talking this about This is my fourth one. one. Yeah, yeah. I said we were going to chain drink them because they're the little ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says vitalized body and mind. I like Red Bull. How do you feel yeah. about that? I love Red Bull. I mean, obviously, I'm drinking right. three of them while we've been sitting here. Yeah, it's like, but in terms of like energy drinks, like, if, like what's your go-to energy drink choice? Like, oh, it's you, Red Bull for sure. Bull. I uh, I have never been a monster person. Yeah, Dallas. Who just called me from Dallas? Let me look at this. Is Let's call him back on the personal podcast. business alert. Josh Crow, please. Oh, it's a yeah, right. spammer. 
Spammers, dude. Spammer. Well, sometimes they do get calls from Dallas, but normally most people know that if it's important to me, they'll leave a voicemail or they'll call back. Do you put that in? Your, do you have a voicemail thing? Like, yeah, it says, "Hey, this if, is Justin. Can you call me back?" If is it's it, important, leave a voicemail and I'll call you back. That's what it says. Am I? What is your? Can you recite it? No. I, How long have you had it? Uh, that's that's two years. I record a new one every month. Two years? Do you? <laughs> no. Could you imagine? <laughs> two years. I mean. Uh, I listen. I, That's pretty recent. Every now and then, I'll listen to it and make sure I don't sound like a jackass or like a kid. And he, like you listen to someone's like this, like the, the one they recorded. Clearly, the, high. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Hello, this, this, is, um, this is Sharon. Call me back. Please yeah. leave your name and number, and uh, I'll do my best to contact you at my latest convenience. Hey, uh, I'm not here right now, so coming back. Bye. <laughs> do you remember how old are you? 28. I want to ask you how old are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you remember? Uh, I'm 26. I'll be 27. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, I'm 26. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. I know. I look like shit. No, you don't. I just thought you were... I could have swore we... Because we had met before. We didn't even get to finish that off. But Yeah, uh, before you cut the video. Is that what we... I don't know. I think that was in the second one. Anyways, <sighs> I met you at a gig, dude. Yeah. You. I thought could have swore you told me you were like a couple years older than me. No. Or that's uh, what I remembered from it, but... I could have lied. No. <laughs> well, maybe. I could have lied. I was in... 26. Now, yeah. Maybe you didn't. That does sound right now. Holy crap, dude. 26, yeah. 28, yeah. But anyways, you remember... Uh, I look like crap, dude. Are you kidding me? I don't look exactly like that. You're a good looking guy. You kind of remind me of like a more like... Somebody uh, told me I look like Blake Griffin and Sloth from the Goonies put together when I was kind of... The Sloth is kind of... That's fucked <laughs> I mean, Blake Griffin's the an Blake ugly Griffin's guy, too. There. The Blake Griffin's in there. Mix a little bit of Will Ferrell. Mix a little bit of Will Ferrell. And it's your a, eyes kind of have. Hold on, hold on. Wait, let me analyze this. Your eyes kind of do. I don't want to say. How many men's eyes do you analyze? Hold on, I don't <laughs> do this, but yours are encapsulating right now. That's how I get the women. The one. No, the one. I was gonna say, what's that dude from the one woman from the fray? No, First of all, I'm insulted because he's bald. No, not the hair, but the eye thing. And he wrong. just has regular eyes. I'm, be, a, I'm a he, he has, has regular. regular I'm a fan of the fray. He just has regular eyes. I think it's because I just heard you do a cover of one of their songs. I was like, he has yeah, he dude. has really 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 Hell outlandish yeah. political views, but it really doesn't affect me because I've never gotten into any. I they don't, don't tour very much anymore. So yeah, like, dude. Aside from those two or three radio hits, don't give a shit. Two or sorry. three radio hits. That's the only ones I knew. Over my everyone knows I'm in over. Dude, they got my a catalog of hits. What, what are you <laughs> talking about? I roll up on a deep, dude, on a deep uh, First track. of all, Vienna is one of the best records front to back I've ever heard. I haven't I haven't done my research, man. Oh, you, you got to go called? listen to Vienna. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got uh, they got really good. They've got a couple of really good records. And hmm. not to say that they're one of those bands that their radio hits are also good. Right. But they have so they have two singers. The guitar player would sing. And the guy, okay. the pianos, the piano. There's not enough piano rock bands anymore, man. God damn, I'm thinking about maybe that right now. Maybe it was Elton John. Maybe it was Elton John that I'm seeing in your eyes. No offense, dude. Once again, dude. He's eccentric, and he was a very sought after man. Oh, he's so cool. Even being a homosexual, I love it. He still could. Everyone knew, and they were like, you know what? I just want this man. I I do not like every. I love his music. About, there's so something much. about just like. Purely talented people it's like, like Freddie Mercury, dude. Like, come right. on, you're gonna sit here. Oh, oh no, but I can't. I can't like any of his music because he was gay. Like, that's get that's out of town, dumb, dude. That's dumb. That's so dumb. And like, like everything, you got to get down to brass tacks, all right? Because a lot of people don't know this, but everything that you see in mainstream music, you're seeing because somebody wants you to see it. Like every 
everything is a charade. Yeah, the people man. you think that are politically on your side probably are not on your yeah. side. These people who are like political country artists, like singing into your face about your favorite, you know, your political subject, they probably don't give a shit. They just Pandering, know. Dude. They just know that you're gonna love it. Everything yeah. <laughs> that you see in mainstream media is there because they want you to see it. So I mean, really, you shouldn't get too invested in something like that. You should just listen to the music because the music's good. That's like, what it's all about, bro. Like, I mean, really. Every, everything, everything that you see that's, you know, billboard or these top, you know, world selling artists, what you're seeing is hours and hours and hours of record label executive and their crews. That's what they want you to see. I mean, they have, I mean, it's that's, like campaigning. It's like campaigning. It's exactly what it is. And <laughs> it, it's just like in campaigning, they'll put out a tester. And if they see that these guys are doing good. And the numbers are there. They're gonna shove them in your face. And if analytics, they see these guys, bro. oh yeah, dude. I mean, it's a that's all it is. Speaking of analytics, how do you feel about like? Are you how you do how how do you feel about your social medias and stuff like that? Um, the problem is I don't care enough. And, I hear you, dude. And the problem Let's get and, down the prob- to the, and the problem with that is I should care enough, right? If you want to be serious. In like be taken serious now, which is disgusting to say, and it sucks because I started right at the end of like the CD uh, when I started making original music and putting it out. It was like right at the end of the CD, and like uh, Kane Brown wasn't even famous on Facebook yet, so like that social media craze hadn't happened yet, right? And so you were still out there putting signs up on streets to get people to come to your shows. Wild. You were still. Um, calling radio stations. I and, just missed that. And trying to get them like, hey, I got this. I can fax you over our, our, you know, like it was, it was still that. It was still that. And that was when you could take advantage of it. Like there's a famous Nickelback story where Nickelback, once their music started charting on radio stations, mm. they would just uh, take a copy machine and they would swap their names higher on the charts and then copy over it and then send that, fax that over to radio stations and be like, hey, our song's doing, you know, top three in this radio oh my station. Gosh, dude. And that's how they got their songs that's played. That's insane. And he's like, we just did that for like six months and then we got signed. And then once they put us on. That's insane. He's bro. like, once they put us on record, you know, on tours and we were playing to crowds, our live show backed our records up and right. we started selling tickets. Yeah. I mean, and so that's kind of like a soldier boy and the whole, was it LimeWire? Yeah. LimeWire, like soldier boy, like took major advantage of that. Like that's insane, bro. And that's, I mean, that's what these, these TikTok guys are doing now. They're just, they see that the Playing market the is changing and they are taking advantage of getting ahead while you can get ahead. I mean, it's, there's really no hate to them. They're growing with the, with the business and that that's what the business standard is right now. They want you to have X amount of followers on TikTok engagements. They want you to have a couple hundred thousand followers, you know, listeners a monthly. I, I say it's the same because, and the reason I brought it up is because it's so daunting sometimes, yeah. you know, and when you're um, looking at that and you see how much you have to have and you know, that's all you have to do, but you know that it's just such a pain. It's such a pain to just like, not only to put in that creative hours, but most people that are, not to that level that are just cover bands or they're guys who want to jump over. They want to make their podcast good or they or do well, you know, organically. They don't got time to make to edit and make five videos a day. They don't have time to um, run around and make fake accounts so they can go share their 
You know, they don't have time to do that. And there's even like AI to like figure to like stop that shit when they find out that you are doing that. And like yeah, well, spam sharing and there's stuff. There's like, like I know for like Sony and like a bunch of other bigger like record labels, they have rooms like uh, like buildings, office buildings. People working doing and that all stuff, right? it is is people making accounts and they're real accounts and they just interact. And once they get the algorithm, like enough people to push the algorithm, yeah. they stop and they go to the next post. And that's all it is. Eight hours a day, they just interact, interact, Insane, interact. Bro. And it's it's so stupid that it's that simple. And, like, most people don't know that. I mean, it's it's really just a numbers game. And that's why, I mean, for me, and, like, you also have to be, like, there's this, there's this um, character that you have to have on TikTok. And it's, it's just pretentious. You just, oh, yeah, dude. It's just, and it's even the people who are doing it, like, out of purity, they... Everyone comes off as pretentious on TikTok. It's just like, yeah. I wrote this song about so-and-so, so-and-so. Go check it out. And then, yeah. like, you know, or it's like a guy who's like, hey, is this, are you ever with whatever your ex and you blah, blah, this song's for you. And, like, you just have to do that 20 times a week. And then you have to do that for six months, and then you're hit. I mean, really, honestly, anyone can do it. Anyone yeah. can do it. We've seen that. You just it's have the, to take the, the time. It's the work ethic, right? You it's just have even, to take the time. And that's what's so like, angry like, for me is, I mean, first of all, being a parent of two, yes. I, have, I have a toddler, a three-year, about to be three-year-old next month, and I have a six-year-old in May. Insane, and, bro. And just them, you got to, I mean, I got to do homework. When he gets home from school, homework, a, a two-year-old always getting into shit. Like, oh, dude, come on. I got um, one right now. It's insane. And, it, you know, it's just, and then you got to go out and make your own money. And then you got to come home, take care of it. And it never stops. It goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. But where do you have time to, so, where do you have the room to be creative? And yeah, and you cannot be creative in a space where there's children. Like, you can't. I don't want to use those as excuses. No, you no, know? you can. But everyone, it could be anything. Like, Everybody's there different. could be the most talented person who lives next door to you, but the problem is they're $2,000 behind in their rent, and they're so stressed about how they're yes, going to make their money exactly, that they don't bro. have time to be creative. Exactly. You know? And that's why most of these people who are you see that are going popular, they're like, uh, there's a lot of military people that I see that go because, the, you know, they've got, you know, they're single. They've got, they're, you know, they're re- not retired, but they're out of the military They've got opportunity, or their kids, or teenagers. I thought teenagers. you were going to say re- retarded. No, <laughs> they're single. They're I mean retarded. Yeah, there, there, there's also Sorry, a market my, in that. It's my <laughs> there's, there's also a market in that. All right, immature. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of siblings take advantage of their special education, <laughs> brothers or sisters, but um, but no, it's just you, you could do. There's so much you could do, but the time is what is what it comes down to. And I mean, you could pay someone to do it. You could make the videos, make the content. And pay someone, but then there's all your money. Yeah. If you if you don't want time wanna, is money. You don't ever want to do anything. You just sit in your house and do nothing. Then yeah. you could do that. I mean, that's why I was telling. I was having this. There's a a really talented guitar player, singer, songwriter, uh, Kobe Routon, mm. and he's uh, from Alvin. And I did a show with them last week, and he was talking about you know he didn't want to be a guitar player. You know he he loves playing guitar and he'll play in bands. But, he, you know, he's kind of interested in, you know, really pushing his own thing. And I was just telling him, I was like, dude, it's so easy, but it's so hard. Yeah, it's a whole other ballgame. I was like, it's it's what, because he's just like me. He grew up, you know, about the same time. We transitioned from hard copy to digital. And then once it went digital, mm. it changed from actual talent, promotion, 
hard work ethic to attention spans of 30 seconds or less. Right. And then, so we've had to learn three times a market change. I mean, yeah, dude. So the game's changing ever so fast. Every, it used to be like every five, six, seven years. Yeah. And now it's like every two years it's changing, it's changing. And then you've got to jump on and you know, it's so easy for record labels now to make, to optimize their money now. Right. Because you don't have, they don't have, no, they no longer have yeah, to yeah. do the marketing. Yeah, anymore. they're not wasting money anymore. They like just, they did, they're like, all right, you're doing good. We'll give you fifty. Well, you're doing good. We'll give you sixty. And if you don't return it, you know, we'll just keep all your stuff until it returns. Yeah, like, and it will return because if as long as these artists keep making music, I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's daunting, bro, to say the least. I mean, it's, yeah, man. Um, I mean, it's, you got a podcast. Editing it is, I mean. That's a that's a that's well, a twenty I, I, hour a week a one podcast twenty hours of well know, I think work. I was mentioning prior t- on the the one that we canned the uh, once again to keep bringing it up the first podcast that we started I think I mentioned that um, I hadn't done uh, an episode in what feels like two weeks over two weeks now mm-hmm. and uh, and I know I was gonna take one week off for New Year's and kind of regroup um, and then I took that one week off and then my dad died. Love um, that. Yeah, right. R.I.P. Pops. Dude, it rocked my shit. So uh, just kind of been like in a weird headspace with all that. And, um, and, 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 still, and still doing the gigs, right, and the music and, and making sure I'm promoting, which I've just been, yeah. I have to admit, super lazy with lately. I've been doing like the minimal promoting, minimal posting, minimal like day of sometimes. Are you, doing, like a, are you, doing, are you doing covers or are you trying to start you know, your own thing? I haven't started doing anything original yeah. yet. Uh, I've yeah. been... I've been now more than ever since my dad died, I've been like, okay, I got to turn the heat up on this because, yeah, um, it's you know we're not promising. Or are you looking? Day, are you looking like to do this? You know this too, I like doing both of this? it. I try to make this minimal and like, and it is like I'm the only one that runs this, right? I'm I'm the I have the all the controls here. Right? Yeah, There's nobody yeah. here fact checking. We don't have any staff or anything. It's just like me hanging out, talking yeah. to people that I want to talk to. Yeah, genuinely, um, and. Um, it's just sometimes I've like as these last two weeks I've just been kind of going crazy, dude. Kind of yeah, and, and like, and like wanting to and luckily Sydney uh has like made some reels from some of my episodes to like keep me, you know, posting and keep me doing On stuff. On top of but, it. But I've been like just wanting to check out completely. Yeah. Um and, and you can't. You yeah, can't I, mean, I can't. Yeah. Or else yeah. I don't make rent, right? Or I don't, you know. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So I know you're kind of I don't want to say in the same boat, but like everyone, I know you, you everyone goes through that, dude. I mean, everyone goes through that moment uh, multiple times. I've gone through it multiple times in a year. Yeah, dude. Where you just like Yes. This. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay, here's another post. Who gives a shit? No one really cares about what I'm but I have to do it. And if I don't and people do give a shit, but and you don't want to you don't want to disregard the people who do give a shit. Right? That's a pro- that's our problem with this. We're, like we're with so critical on ourselves. Dude. Not only that, but I mean, um, you can go on stretches, dude, where like it's the same bullshit gig. It's the same empty room, mm-hmm. um, and then and then you're like like moments away from just being like I'm Fuck about it. to b- burn everything I have. Yeah, and dude. Just and then you play one gig. And yeah, dude. There's you know, there's even it's if it's insane. just a, a table of people who are just entranced and they're into it, and you're having a connection and you can feel it and it gets you high again. Like, yeah, dude. Like, like, yeah, dude. and then you're just, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to get this. Yeah. And you become remotivated. And luckily for us, like, the the most, like, the most for me as an original, like, doing original art, you know, creating original music, and nothing, 
because there's an incredible cover bands. There's amazing cover bands. Right, um, that do it bigger than some original artists. Oh, dude, or a lot that do it, but dude, you know, there's a band playing tonight that we go see every year, and it's a tribute band, and people hate on tribute bands, but I don't know one like truly like local cover band that could do it better than them. Like, right, right, right. They have it down. They have everything. They it's just perfect. They're called Bad Fish, and they're sublime. Oh hell band, yeah, dude! And they're perfect. They're yeah. on it, and there's a reason that they've been you know selling tickets. Is for there a bass years. player smoking cigars like? Dude, they Eric do Williams? well. It's not a so for them. Uh, it's so it's they're not like playing it's the three guys. It's no, no, they, they do. Okay, but it's three guys, and then they hire a bass player or they hire like an auxiliary guy. But the there's a guy who plays keys and he plays the trumpet, okay. and he's the one who does Eric Wilson's character. The Eric Wilson's character, and yeah, he and he cigars. he they don't like truly dress like them, but his personality is Eric Wilson's personality. Okay, and he's weird and he looks goofy. And he Hell dresses yeah. crazy. Love and it. He does the like the keys, and he plays trumpet. And yeah, they need some horn. Oh, There's some dude. horn parts in those songs. And they are them. so good. They are so good. And everybody they hire is good. The guitar player and singer, he like you know he plays the strat. He cuts his hair, Love bleaches it. it blonde, just Bradley. like Bradley. And uh, Love Sublime, dude. Yeah, man. Definitely and they, like the soundtrack to my high school years. And they're so good. I, I love them. They're they're playing tonight at the House of Blues, and we're 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 contemplating going. Right. Um. But we, I've, I've seen them every year for five years. They're the only tribute band that I'm like, yes. But they're good, yeah. and they've mastered their. There's craft. a lot of good tribute bands, dude. Like, there's a lot of them. It but depends if you like them or not. Back but. to what I was saying was, you know, as an artist, like, you know, you're creating music and you don't have the funding to, you know, pay for radio promotion because now it's not actual spins. You're just paying for the the promotion, and then if you're if you pay for your your radio promoter a good enough one they'll get you a top 10 or a number one and then you actually start getting like it'll start translating after a couple to real life spins but i mean really if you don't have that accessory really almost no one's listening to your music unless you're promoting it yourself you have the amount of people who listen to your music is the amount of people that you're going to put the work in for yep. yourself and a lot of people don't know how to do that a lot of people don't know like what to do i mean you have to do it all yourself these days when we started so we started uh, jt in the blacktops a year and a half ago almost two years now yeah and we put out a record the first two months and we had like 10 listener monthly listeners for like eight months and then i started pushing it and putting out and then like doing uh tiktok ads and then we went to like 150 and we've been steady there but it's like, a money game, dude. You, you got to put the money in, and you got to have the money. To, and you already kind of consistently. Mentioned. Well, to have the time, like you said, the time to be creative. Yeah. You have to like. Yeah. It's it's such a funny game, especially when you're like us. You know, we got kids. We're, you know, kind of living rent to you know month to yeah. month in a way. You know, like gig to gig. You got a, a lot way. of stress. I mean, you got your the stress of your kids. Even people who don't have kids, they got stress. You know, your dog's sick. Your dog gets sick one time, two grand, easy. Oh yeah. You know, it's eight hundred. You know, you 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 miss a car payment. You know, or the, a sibling, or someone dies. Someone you know, dies. Member dies, and you're just like, what? Yeah, yeah. You're like, you don't oh, need you to stop keep going? and grieve. Yeah, and like. And then you're like, and then and the world just expects you. And then and then I like, know you don't have had all month. First off, it's January, and for most cover band gigs, like like local gigs, like we do, um, like it's a kind of slow month. Yeah. I mean, shoot, it's a Friday night, and problem, I don't have a gig. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, solo or full band. The but, this is also the time of like it's been a cold. What you've been we've been running for about like two years, a year, like really, really running, 
and yeah. it gets to the point where new bands are coming in, and, and they want, they're paying they're playing for a lot less. And, yo, there's that thing too. And the venues, undercutters yeah. and venue. Well, they're not undercutters. They're just right, they're worth just, that much money. Yeah. They're new. And venues are like, hell yeah. Why, not? why don't we hire these guys? They got friends. They're fresh. You know, we and can they're hire young. Them. We can hire them for six hundred bucks, and they don't have beer bellies. <laughs> yeah, and you but know, like, dang, dude, they'll like, do the same thing. And so you're losing gigs to the newer guys, which is you can't you can't blame venues for a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors. There's a lot that goes into gigs. a fresh a fresh year. But gigs have get a little slim in January. I mean, after the four years that I've been doing the cover band thing, every, you know, you check my my bank statements every time January. It's December, January, kind of slows down. Oh yeah, Dep- you know, unless you're super on top of it. But even then. Put it this way, it hasn't been that slow for me this January. It's been one of the better Januaries, I've, I've, but it's been all solo gigs. And I've had, yeah. I can't tell you the amount of people that have contacted me saying, Did your band break up? <laughs> or, and I'm like, No. Like, no, just people, they don't have the money. Point being, they're making renovations. So, like, know? then there's the pressure of, like, Oh my gosh, like you take one month off of playing some full band gigs and people think that you're done or you fell oh, off. Oh, dude. I or, can't, dude. We put out, when I put out my record, um, because I had it. Up until that point, I had to put out music until uh, 2018, and that's when I was with doing Justin Taylor band, like country, country, and we were like everywhere. We were in Alabama. We were in. We were everywhere, and I took a year off of original music and was just kind of like picking up gigs here and there. I was working uh, in the oil field, and when I came back, people were like, "I thought you died." I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> I, you I was, was like, dead. "I've been playing shows." You know, once or twice a month for the last year. Oh, I, the thing was, I stopped spending thousands of dollars a month in promo. Yeah, to get the music out there so people saw. I mean, really, I could go take a picture in a shell of an airplane, post it on my Instagram tomorrow, and put forty bucks on it. And people, mm-hmm. oh, he's doing big things. He's on an airplane. You know, you really could do that. You could do that. I'm getting 100%. drunk on a plane. In fact, in fact, you should. Um, in fact, that's might be some of the secrets of the game, dude. Like just you have faking f- it till you make it, right? What, what do you think these what these cats? It's either I've seen it a million times. It's either you fake it till you make it, or you be so. Um, Which can be, on. and it's so you cringe sometimes. It, like, or you be. I'm trying to think of the word that I'm looking for. Uh, so disingenuously yourself. Like yeah. people are like, I'm doing it all by myself. I'm just this guy, and I'm, you know, I don't have no label. You know, you're either that guy Unapologetic or you're faking themselves, it. Right? No, no, disingenuously, because you know that they're not actually just. I don't know if I know what disingenuous means, but I'm like, sure it's. They're being like um, uh, untruthful about who they actually oh, are. Oh, okay, okay, like, okay. They're, like, you can tell that they're a rich kid living in a house. They're not struggling. Like, they're pretending to be like somebody who's struggling. Or, oh, there's that. Yeah, like yeah. They're just going through that. They got and a then, story. They have to have a then, story. Yeah, and then people, and then people are like, oh my god, oh my god, let's do that, you know. But I mean, and then like creating music is a whole other thing because you you'll put your you know thousands of dollars to record it, you know, your heart and soul into writing the song. Original, the original game is. And then rough, you go right? out and you you play a show and there's four people there who actually know what your music is, and you're just kind of like, it's tough, bro. You know, and but it comes down to, you know, I, I and I don't ever bitch about that because somebody told me when I first started off, they're like, you know, if you're if you're making music and it's working because I've made music and it worked before. You know, we, we, we've had, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of streams monthly when we were Justin Taylor band. Right. And they were like, he, he was like, I'm sure you opened up for some big artists. Oh, yeah. Lots. Of There's them. that classic. And uh, 
scenario. But um, yeah, and then you get there if you're good and you know how to control a crowd, you get some of their fans here and there. And I, I mean, and yeah. that's one thing. If you ask anybody that if I'm an entertainer through and through, I can grab a crowd like nothing. Yeah, yeah. But um, but you you get to the point where what was I saying? I was saying um uh when we were uh, going, thousands of streams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so you can get thousands of streams. But the, he told me he told me he said. He said, "Listen, man. If you're putting out music and you think it's good, it's not. He's like, if it's not, if people aren't listening to it, it might be good, but it's not what they want to hear. He's like, change it. Don't change you. Change, you yeah. know what's happening because what's the definition of insanity? Yeah, trying doing to the same, same, thing same thing shit over and, over. and expecting it to be different. It's not. You have to change it a different. I mean, it's if hard you listen for some to people, dude. if for you listen even. if you listen to Kings of Leon's first album, right? It's colossally different." Than their most recent release, right? It's right, colossally right. different from their second release. They're yeah. night and day, and it's because that worked for a while. It stopped working. So what did they do? They said, "We're not going to change us, but we're going to change, you know, what we're doing because it needs to work differently." And that's just that's just business. I mean, it's like Metallica's Black album, right? Like it's a yeah. commercial album. That yeah, but was that's on the what radio. that's what needed to work. And it's dude, it's just like it's just like anything. I hate that people are like, you change your music, you sold out. Yeah, I don't. I don't it's put just like anything for any because because you do you buy the same? Do they put out the same trucks every year? Right. They change them because right. people don't want to buy the same shit over and over again. For sure. For sure. You know, and the, you know, do do some some restaurants serve the same shit everywhere, but most of the time they change something about it. Yeah, change the dish. Because not everybody wants to eat the same shit every time they go to the restaurant. You know. Yeah. And so it's just, it's like that. It, music is the only genre, like the only thing, music and art, like, where they're like, if you change anything about what made you, they're oh, like, they're, you're uh, fuck you. How many times? You're the like, worst. Uh, and, and, and I kind of agree with this because I'm, I'm on that wave too, but um, people, how many times have you heard, oh, I only like real country? What is it? I mean, what are you saying when you say that? Right. And I get it. I know what, but, no, I, but still, no, 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 no. But still things got to music gotta is move. ever changing, ever growing. Just like anything, just like anything. People thought that Travis Tritt, um, Garth Brooks, they all thought they were pop country when they came out. They were like, these people are ruining country music. And now that's the real country. And now well, that's what real country, that's nineties country. That's what country music should have sounded like. Hell no. They all thought that shit was right. googly gut. Like, Waylon Jennings, when Waylon, Waylon Jennings era, first right. started, they were all like, "These guys are ruining the air. They're ruining the culture. They're they the making outlaw. everybody think, yeah." They are, and now, that's and now like they're the like standard. the Rushmore, and it's <laughs> like you guys just got to open up your lookers. I think about that all the time, like with the Beatles, like all the guy, all the guys who are like, hmm, and like their wives and their kids are like loving this group, and yeah. all the dads are just like, "This is gay." The Beatles yeah. weren't even that good. They cut their hair, you know, or whatever. And it's like, dude, but they were changing the world as you know it. Yeah. You know, and paving the way for something else that, you know, whether, you know. Like that, I'm trying to think. You right now tell me a band that was as big as the Beatles. A band, not an artist, a band. A band, and, and there's a modern group, I, but this, 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 but this, but don't you, be embarrassed. You can't compare. Don't be embarrassed I mean, to say Led you're going to say. Led Zeppelin. No, Led that's Zeppelin. the same. That's that's around the same era. I'm talking oh, uh, like from now? 2000 to now. Yeah, there's um, nobody that's like doing it in that way. A band in terms, there's one thing, and I, I hate to mention this, and no offense, BTS. 
that so, Korean pop. Yeah, that's from ten to now. And but it's not even a band. There are those guys, and they're all talented. They're a group. They probably and well, they all could probably. Well, I mean, you got to think about what people thought of the Beatles. They're like, oh, it's just some pop group, you know? Yeah, it's just four. It's a boy band, but really, yeah. they were like rock and roll legends, but like, musical like, legends. I mean, there's three that I can think of, like just that are just to go anywhere in the world, and people freak the fuck out, and it's that BTS. Because I was talking about this at BTS, but I wouldn't even call them a band. I'm talking, you know, me and you yeah, mean, yeah, rock, yeah. I'm bass, talking, guitar, but I'm just talking drums. about artists that people just lose their shit about. Red Hot? No, not, not even close. Um, I love One them. Direction. They're playing. They're playing stadiums. One Direction. One Direction. When yeah. One Direction was top, they literally could not even go to airports. Like they had to be snuck <laughs> Dude, everywhere. Like there's a there's a famous video of when One Direction was like peak. They have a they have a documentary. And it's one of them. I don't know which one it is, but he's like in a big hotel room, like an empty hotel room. Right. And he's like, he's like, you guys, you guys saw me come out of my bedroom, and um, you know, I woke up and just came right in here, right? And they're like, yeah. He's like, well, we snuck in here last night at like two a.m. No one saw us come in here. You know, there was there was people waiting for us at the airport. There's people waiting at every hotel mm. to see us. He was like, but no one saw us come in here. And he was like, because the, the interviewer asked him if they had the best fans in the world. Do, do you believe you have the best fans in the world? And he goes, I'll show you right now why we have the best fans in the world. And he like gets up from the chair and runs to the window and opens up the window. And you just hear like a crowd of screaming people. Crazy. Man. And the camera cuts and the whole block is just full of screaming people. Block is hot for one direction, dude. And there's and there's no and there's no <laughs> band that. I can think of that had that kind of chokehold on people, like maybe Justin Bieber or like the Disney pop era. But he's not a band though, right? It's a person, yeah, right? But I see what you're saying. But yeah, like no. So one, I was right with BTS. Though. Yeah, yeah. They can. They one just, Direction. They just people remember, freak out. Kind of, one Direction kind and of. People get of pissed off because they're like, oh. But remember the Jonas Brothers, right? Dude, I love the Jonas How Brothers. How could you forget? But, I love but the you, Jonas and, Brothers. And I just think of that one thing where it's like they're playing. He's playing like a stadium, and he goes to play that guitar solo. And it's like, and they've even made lessons on it and how to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks, uh, it's bro. Nick Jonas, and he just, dude, you can tell that they just threw him into that. They were uh, just like, here, you play the guitar. This yeah, will be fun. He, you know, he was a half step off. He's not, like, he's not like a great guitar player, so he, you know, probably panicked. Oh yeah, and we've all been there. I've played, I've gone to play a solo and been a whole step down and been like, crap. What key were we in? Um, but I don't know. At the end of the day, yeah. It is all kind of like that. Like, no offense to these groups that we've all mentioned, I don't like any of their songs. No, but no, but I recognize that I'm not. I'm not going to be that dad or that guy that's like, they're not making music. And inevitably, I do love what I love. Yeah. So I don't hate. You know, I'm not ripping on these guys. No, it's just but it's preference. Everyone has their own preference. Everyone has their own style. There's there's days where I'm jamming on a band and the next day I'll be embarrassed I like them like right you just you're you're it's totally totally fluid like your your taste will always change what you like will or it'll always stay the same and you can just keep jamming the same shit you can just be that guy that only yeah. jams just that one thing the there's whole nothing time. wrong with that and that's a problem is people are like rah, rah, rah. and yeah, I let that my guy biggest be pet that guy. peeve my biggest pet peeve like especially like from artists. It's people bitching about people not listening to their music. Like, I get it. It's frustrating that you put your effort in. But if people aren't, like, if you've been doing it for 10, 20 years, it, right? Yeah. Like, and you're just, I don't know why people won't listen. I don't know why I'm not famous yet. 
if your music was good and people wanted to listen to it, they would listen to it. Well, you know what sucks, though, dude, is you'll get those 10, maybe 20 people over those 20 years yeah. that are your ride or die. They're in your oh, yeah. they're in your group, if yeah, you will. Yeah, but I mean, there's... And then, and then so, like... Them well, they'll feed you that bullshit of being like, "Oh yeah, this good." Uh, I, don't I don't know why people. I don't know why people. Right? Yeah. And then it's sad. You see these people who are still doing the same. The thing. problem is, once you start making good music, more people will hate on you than they will be right. on your team. Like, yeah. Then then you might know you have will, something good going. If more people a lot will of hate. openly <laughs> openly just hate your guts. But then also, people might just hate you. You might just be a shitty Hateable person. guy. You know who I yeah. did hate? No offense to this guy. Hobo Johnson, remember that guy? Oh, I, I can't stand him. I think he's so nerdy. I think it's talk I, I, music. Uh, no, it's not talk music. He's there, not even in a key. There's a place. There's a place. It's for that. It's like slam poetry, but there's a <laughs> there's a place for that, and there's a market for that. Yeah, it's in your but fucking it doesn't mom's garage. mean that it's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's the place for it. It doesn't mean that it's good. Dude. People want to listen to it. People. But and the I hate thing to be is, that guy knocking shit because the is, thing about a, Hobo Johnson artist, is, you know? I think that he's so different that. His fan group is that people just want to be different, but no, yeah, they want to be like he's uh, he's just so quirky. We're different, but I will yeah. say this, and I said I hate him, and I do. I don't like his fucking music. I do hate. I him. do not like your music. Don't guy. get this wrong. I fucking. Hate but let him. me say this. Hats off to you because he might have been in that in that scenario where he's posting his shit and he's getting hate, and you know, like the top comments were oh. hate on his thing. Oh yeah, but he's you know. Dude, it, he's got it, the blue check. Not that the blue check matters. You know, that, you know what I'm saying? You know that Kyle Gordon guy? You know Kyle Gordon? That sounds. He's it, that comedian. I almost thought it was that Kyle Rittenauer guy no. for a second. <laughs> no, Kyle Gordon. Oh, just got the he same did thing. that. He did that. Uh, uh, '90s techno DJ song, and then he did. Now he's got the where he's making fun of 2000s emo, and he makes fun of like okay, he's a comedian. Yes, I know. Ex- he's on TikTok. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, no. When he first started his channel, nothing but hate. Everyone was just. Like, I liked his early like, stuff, uh, like KYS, like just Mr. telling him. Pietro. To, yeah, yeah, I like, loved his he, skits. Guys, seriously, yeah. stop! Like that guy, and everyone knows what I'm talking about. The no fun kid. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Stop doing what you're doing! Like, don't do that." And now look at him. Dude's a he's, baller. Dude, I've been on his team since day one, dude. dude. And you I know, watched a lot of guys grow up on. I say grow up, but like blow up on TikTok. Yeah, and that's it, dope. It's a it, dude. It's it's. And it's so easy. Like but you said, it like you know, it's uh, so easy to to just do it. You just, it's just doing it is not actually easy. And then there's that aspect of like when, and sometimes I'll even watch some of his stuff, and I like the guy, but I'm like, oh, this is fucking cringe. Like, oh yeah, it's terrible. He's talking to his camera, and he's like talking to nobody, but he's talking. Yeah. To, he is. And dude, that's just, a, that's a generational thing because we like we you and I we grew up where that shit. Like I didn't have a I didn't have a smartphone until I was like yeah. 14, 15 years old. Right. And it wasn't a smart it was an iPod. I got an iPod. Right. I think I was like in maybe maybe fifth so or sixth like grade when I got kid, my first these Virgin kids that mobile are going, flip phone. They're so comfortable talking to a phone is because they've had one in their hands since they were three years old. And I started Vine. I was doing like Vines. I was kind of getting used to that at yeah, one point. Like but even, it's still weird. Even if you look at Vines, they're still awkward. They're still like even the like the like the reason Vine was so popular is because how uncomfortably awkward everything was. Yeah. Because none new, of us knew. knew how to talk to a camera. Now it's like they're literally talking directly to your soul. Then you could tell they were putting on a skit. Like, but now it's like someone's talking directly through you to a phone. Yeah. And they're just so comfortable doing it. Like me, when I turn on a phone, like I'm having to teach myself. I'm not talking to a phone right now. I'm, I'm talking, talking to, to people. people. Yeah. But, I, and, and I had a buddy of mine who's, a, and I, don't, I don't know if I want to, I'll say it. He's my buddy, Jamil. He's a chef and he's a great chef. Yeah. Like, um, you know, 
nice plate, you know, art worthy plates. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like it's amazing. And I'm like, dude, you got to get out there on social media more. And we've already had this talk and he's already yeah. definitely made pushes and leaps and boundaries to, you know, pushing his game. But I will say that he used to tell me like, Dude, I'm sorry, but it's just so hard to just talk to a phone. It's it, like it I is. feel so fake. It's I not feel a so, natural thing. And I'm like, dude, I 100 see what you're saying. I, yeah. And uh, and sometimes, like when your dad dies, you feel that more than ever. Oh yeah, you're like well, who the fuck? Are we, why do I need to be talking to this stupid fucking phone? Who fucking cares? Right? Yeah. But golly, you know, dude, I'm I mean, snapping out of it though. I mean, obviously, I'm doing an episode after. Yeah. The, after it all, and uh, for sure, it's yeah. a dude. It's a it's a weird thing, and and I like. I find myself, you know, not uh, bitter, but, you know, just jealous, just so jealous of not people like in their success, yeah. but the ability to just be that comfortable and have that time and to just yeah. be able to do that. Like to be that so vulnerable with their, with so, their life. And, and like, and there's so many people who have like, who've played the game, like the, the kiss ass and the, and they've been given opportunities and, you know, there, there's always a guy that's you know, less talented that has a better opportunity than you, or there's always a guy that has equal talent and then just is given better opportunity yeah. because they played the game. Like for me, like if a venue, like, cause my purest form of like the most entertaining that my, our shows get is the venues that let me do whatever the fuck I want. Yes, dude. And cause when you go into a venue and they're like, well, we want you to play covers and, or you can't say cuss words or only class only country and southern rock and it's um, like okay but yeah dude, i've been to country gigs or like places where like everybody's all country down and they're and we're playing the country songs and you, and play emo, dancing, you start going emo and we do one emo song and the, and the whole, whole place, place loses it wants to hear blink 182 that's what happened to me at the shoot i fuck i started a mosh pit at the shoot which is a country bar in baytown that is that sounds like something you what cracks me up is like the one thing i noted one of the things i noted when we were playing that gig together i was like okay i walked up and i heard you by the way just an electric guitar and a boss katana on a clean channel, not even an acoustic simulator, right? It was just no, clean it was just electric clean channel. Yeah. into a single 12, you know, Harbinger speaker for a small gig. It was just a little patio thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it was cool. It was a nice gig. It was the, it was the anime thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. our little area was just, yeah, it was small. just like a little chilled out. Room. And I said, first off, I just noted how great your voice was. I was like, wow. Stop it. Cause it, when I walked, I was like, that's just one speaker. You are so, you project so much. You're so genuine and authentic with that. You know, your guitar tone was great for, for what it was. I mean, to like yeah. a guitar and solo gig. Um, I noted that. I also noted, okay, he's got the country chops, but then I started, you know, we talked, we got to talk in our breaks and I was like, how old are you? And yeah, you know, and you're like, Oh dude, like, and I was like, Oh dude, he was just another scene kid or, you know, at least oh, dude, he knew was, all the emo. My, my girlfriend thinks uh, I'm lying to her because, you know, I'll tell her, you know, she'll see like pictures and you know, I, I got shorts and boots on in high school, but I was all scene. I oh was, yeah. I and, was so, you know, I, I was going, to, I was going to see simple plan. I was going to see Hawthorne Heights. Yeah, dude. I was just, and she was like, I just can't see it. And then she looked at my phone and she sees nothing but that on there. Like, well, I'm looking, I'm listening to Emery, like, jamming all these. You and you know. can write songs like that, and you write you write great country songs, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? And and you said it earlier, where it's very fluid. There's no rules to this shit. No. We just are who, you know, and we are. We do live in Texas. We did gr did grow up listening to classic country and yeah. 90s country. I can rock with the best and I love, country. And I'm one of those guys that just loves good music. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, it can be T-Pain. It can be, uh, you know, it can be... George Strait, it can be, you know, we could go on Beatles. Yeah, and and, um, and that's the thing is, like, for us, like, for me, like, you're hiring me, right? You're hiring me. You yeah. you should do the due diligence to look at my page 
and yeah. know what you're going to get. Yeah. And like, especially now, like we have more than ever people messaging us. Yeah. And like now, before people hire me, I'm like, I'm just letting you know that we are not by any means a kid friendly band. When like we can do kid friendly yeah. events. Yeah. I'm just letting you know that I'm very authentic. Like I, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I, you're gonna hate it if I hate it. You know. Exactly. It, but if I love it, it'll be the best thing. You're gonna hate it if I hate it. I love. Yeah. There's a couple of venues. I'll shout them out. Uh, Bubble Jungle has been very. Very cool with letting me be exactly who I am. Yeah, yeah. There's there. and I will I will gladly play less to play the venues that'll let me exactly put the show I want to put gonna, on. on. Where, you, where you feel like you're gonna grow and get your reps in. Yeah, and um, like not not only that, but I can't tell you how many people like Voodoo Hut. Uh, they let me do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, they 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 got a cool squad in there. Right they now. see they see that we can put you know the people in the crowd and we can control them and we can keep them there. And you know they don't care. I get crazy. I get wild, dude. I've 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 taken my shirt off at so many venues. I love it, dude. Like just just that's where the night, dude. It was it was at uh, Fat Grass in Baytown, Texas. Shout out my boy Nick Roots. Um, <laughs> uh, it was like forty degrees outside. Hell yeah, dude. There's like seventy people. We're all vibing, and I just. Dude, we, it, was party, it was party time, and it was actually my girlfriend's first time to see me play. And she was like, is it like this every time? And I was like, it's more wild than this every time. I was like, this is our first time playing here. It's a team night. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and, like, people who can appreciate you letting you do your craft. Yeah, and, man. like, that's just when it happens. And so there's a lot of venues that, like, my buddy's like, man, it pays so good. You know, you just got to play this. I'm not interested. Yeah, dude. Or they're like... You can play over here, but it's that a country, extra it's, it's hundred, more, couple hundred. Bucks. It's more of a country. It's more of a country vibe. I'm like, I'm not interested. If they're gonna, mm-hmm. if they're gonna, like, lock you into a thing, because man, I, it's just like at Voodoo, like, well, you know, Voodoo, I'll, I'll play like two or three country songs here and there, and there'll be guys wearing boots, cowboy hats. They got their their cowpoke hats on or whatever. Yeah, and well, I'll be playing. They're like, hell yeah, and then I'll jump into you know, like lit or. I'll Weezer. jump into you know just anything of from that era like new radicals you know like and people are like hell yeah and then you know what if the country guys don't like it in their boots and cowboy hats I just jump back uh, into it what do they do they just they go to the bar yeah. and get another drink yeah and the people who were at the bar who weren't digging the country stuff yeah now may now come they're to the coming front. through the front and so someone told me that I think it was uh, Charlie with the slags he was like dude. I learned this from a DJ a while back. He's like, every three or four songs, change it. Throw something else in there. Yeah, change the Dude. vibe. Oh yeah, and for that, three songs, like our original music. Um, you know, I say, I, I'm sure a lot of bands say. Actually, I don't know if a lot of bands say this, but I really don't think that, like, my biggest, um, like, self critique is I don't think that we sound like anybody. Um, right. I don't think that there's anything to compare, it, like, truly compare it to. Um, yeah, and that's uh, that's like a like I should have a formula. But that's what you get when you when you like all these genres of music that we're yeah, talking you about. You create something you, that's you just, turn into something that's just Justin. And like also know? like having the uh, equipment knowledge, like knowing your instrument, knowing your your uh, your processor or your amps and your pedals, like just to be able to create a new sound. Right. From not a new sound, but a different sound. Something different. Because there's almost in nothing that's new. But um, right. I mean, and so like that's like one of my biggest um, flaws as a as an artist is I know that I should have a formula, and I know that if I wanted to reach more people, I could create get that to the formula. next level. Um, Which but is something I, I wanted to talk to you about, you know. But yeah, go ahead. Getting to the next level. 
Um, really, right? Um, truly, honestly, what is the next level? The next level for I don't know. It depends who you're talking to. I mean, for you, for me, just our, our opportunity, our next opportunity. I mean, as as Justin Taylor, I was young. I was like, we started Justin Taylor when I was 15. Yeah, and I stopped it when I was 21, 22. Because I had built and burned so many bridges, it, you know, just as a young man that you yeah, dude. you get past that point and then you take a step back of your environment and you're like, holy, what am I doing? Yeah. And that's where I was with that. And so I, I fired my manager. I fired all the people who were around me that I didn't, that I recognized were problems, got rid of them, took a year off. Um, and then I started a band called Blacktop Revelry and it was more like, it was just like rock. We did that for a year. It was close to Blacktop Revivalry. Yeah. <laughs> Revivalry. <laughs> well, Revelry is one of my favorite words. That's also I my like favorite it. Kings cool, of Leon. Cool That's word. Also my favorite Kings Leo, Leon song, which is my favorite band. But, um, yeah, man. uh, but, and then once I realized that I really wasn't digging the entire like rock vibe, I was like, eh. And so I, we just kind of like. You know, we didn't stop, but we didn't like, we change weren't like it. pushing it. You changed it. So I changed it a little bit. You JT have to. and the Blacktops. And now, and you can see it in the crowd. You can see that people are uh, receiving your well, idea. Well, we have social media that truly gives us literal analytics. Like, hey, you had 300 more views this week or yeah. 300 more And like, I see people like, on, okay. you know, people on uh, TikTok and they have like 20 views or their average is like 100 to 200 views. I've never, ever had a video have less than 800 views, which isn't a lot. But yeah, I, something to say. When you when I mean, you look at when you look at other people, you know, and you know, I look at my old stuff that had like 100, 200 views, and I was like, oh shit, hell yeah! Like once you learn how to, and then I had like no promotion. I've had um, three videos go 10k plus view, like views, and dude, oh, it was all original music. It wasn't like covers, right? It's not a it's not and a little so, funny meme. It's so original music, that, and then that feels that's, good. That's really. Let me say yeah. this: I have two TikTok accounts as well. Yeah. Um. I played with the, I don't want to say original music, but just the music channel page thing on my my Tommy Ross music channel. But then I also have the Tommy World, Tommy's World podcast channel. Yeah. Um, and and so for, what's funny is, and not to brag, but on my Instagram and Reels and my TikTok with the Tommy Ross music thing, I got to the point where I finally got one break, 100,000 views. That oh, was nuts. nice. Plenty of 10Ks, plenty of 30Ks, 50Ks, stuff like that. I even had a YouTube short go 50K, 50,000 views. Um, oddly enough, with my podcast, which I guess is in a way is more original content, I'm not just doing funny guitar videos or or covers of songs, covers of guitar solos. Yeah. I'm actually doing original, you know, posting this stuff. Yeah. My, in, my TikTok will not break, like... I got a few videos, but my TikTok won't break like on average 250, 300 views. Really? Every video. For your Tommy Ross? For the, for the for, sorry, for the Tommy's World podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tommy Ross music one, I got, you know, I, I got some the stuff thing to brag is, about. The thing with uh, that I've noticed with podcasts, like how to get your viewership up, is your edits. The edits are so important. Yeah. Because putting uh, like pictures or videos of stuff in while you're talking about it, right? Well, that, or, or, and then like, do something so simple as the angle of the camera. Yeah, and like, I'm working with a one camera thing right now. I know, but that 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 will come. But that like it's so it's stupid that that's how it is. That oh, that little one shit. little change could go, take you from it does being up or not. And dude, that, that's what people don't understand about this business is you damn near have to be a psychologist. 
it's you have to have all the corners of the market down on your own. You can't afford to go I mean, unless you're rich, which is if you're rich, why yeah. are you even doing it? But yeah. uh, just go live your life, right? Dude, but, I see so many bands. Like there's a there's a like a band full of kids, and you can tell their dad is like very rich, and he was yeah. a musician. Oh yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen Credit them. Van Fleet. <laughs> Anyways, we'll we'll not get into that. Um, I you know I love yes them. I know I, and, and, and I know you but there's a but there's a there's a cover band on t- there's two of them that I see and they're horrible they're yeah. horrible they but they have incredible production they have incredible are you talking about like in locally or are you talking about like just cover bands that no they're the like world? TikTok cover bands oh, okay, okay 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 um there are a lot like, of really, really bad <laughs> uh, local cover bands that should not <laughs> hey, be hey don't be talking to, about my band man they should not be allowed to play in venues but yeah. I I I mean truly and it's not even that they're bad. Like people, or they're you know weird, or they're untalented. It's just that they're bad. Yeah. Like you could have eight, like five incredible musicians playing a band together, yeah. but if there's zero chemistry and the music is just blah, they're yeah. bad. They're bad. They're so bad. I hate watching just like like dudes who've been playing the same forty songs for the last twenty years, and they they're just like up there and they're like you know doing their and it's just like. What are we watching? But people love it, and it makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. In a way, I'm like, for what it is, that night needs that band there. Like, and sometimes, like, you know what, though? How often do we get to go out and just be a person, right? We're Mm. always analyzing the band. We're always analyzing. Oh, yeah. That's another unfair thing. Like, you know, some people who are going out, that's not their whole whole night. They're just like, look at this shitty cover band. We love it. And they're dancing to fucking, you know, their version of Panama or whatever. And you're like, like, this is horrible. Yeah, and you're like, this is terrible. That bass player's not even playing in the right key. You know Yeah, dude, some crazy shit. (laughs) Or it's just like, you know, I I, I do have time. I just, I know it's, I know the time is getting... Oh, are you cutting me off? Are you no, kicking me off? No, I'm not cutting you off. I'm making sure that you don't have to go. Are you kicking I, me off? Well, I Tom? saw you checking the time earlier, I thought, and I was like, well, I hope he doesn't feel o- news, obligated. News flash. I'm having a good time. Local artist gets kicked off of the cut rate <laughs> podcast. No, I would never. I would never, dude. I'm, I'm hanging. I enjoy this time. You know, like, you're a dad. I'm a dad. We're. Uh, I, think, uh, get, I think that the quality of conversation is when the conversation, like... We're having like I don't think there's been a point where I'm like, all right, let's fucking yeah. get the fuck out of this conversation. You know, yeah, for sure. Me neither. No, me neither. Um, um, I'm I've, I have a lot to pick your brain about. I have a lot uh, to because we talk play about. In, we play I in the same game. I love talking about I've, myself. I've learned that so far, and I love that. <laughs> By the way, you know, I hate getting on with a dud, and I'm the only one talking, and they're like, "Yep." Oh yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, oh, hey, dude, damn, but that's another thing, man. And there's a lot of people who are talented. But that's all they are. Yeah, they're just they're just that. talented people. Yeah, and they're not. They don't, and that's that sucks to say. The art of conversation is its own thing. The it sucks to say, but people who are unentertaining to watch will never be a part of like 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 oh the best example I have is Morgan Wallen. Okay, so before Morgan Wallen was signed, like to uh, wherever he is now, I don't know what he I big he big owns loud. His, big loud is yeah. what, but um before he was signed, and you saw Morgan Wallen concert. It was like you were watching an arena show. I mean, you go look at old videos from like 2017, 2016, 2018, like right before he was really national. Mm-hmm. The band, they have a light show. That None of them are standing there going like this. Right, they're all like they're queuing all, on they're hits. All, yeah, they're they're with the yeah. light show. No one is... They're smiling at each other. Yeah, no one. The drummer is in there like throwing his sticks to the light show. The bass player is, you know, getting it like they're not going through the motions. They're not just playing shows to play shows to play, and they're not just, you know, reading the charts off of of a 
of a <laughs> like a, I do at church. A monitor. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, but all I'm saying is they were the part before they were the part. Yeah, man. And so I mean, it really just comes down to laziness. It comes down to complacency. Um, when you see a band that you know is gonna like back in the day when you saw Cody Johnson, yeah, you weren't watching. You knew you weren't just watching a guy playing a bar gig. No, yeah, they, he was. They, they were, were on top of it. Before. They were polished. They were polished. They've been the, dude, one of the best a, bands. Dude, I saw them at this local Pasadena Rodeo one time, and they blew my mind dude. with this Hotel California cover. Oh yeah, oh, harmony just, guitars, yeah. bro. Harmony the fiddle, banjo. The fiddle their banjo player, player was yeah. like a shredder. Yeah, a banjo shredder. Yeah, almost more shreddy than their lead guitarist. Yeah, at it the was time, very slight, you know? uh, Jake Mears was. Uh, that was like his first year with them. Jake Mears. But um dude, I'm telling you, you'll you'll see a band when you see a band and they're playing original music and you you'll know immediately if they've got their shit together. And that's the biggest part is because there's so many good bands and there's so many good like there's bands that have are incredible bands and have a shitty front man. Or there's bands that Me. have <laughs> incredible front man and then the bands are duds. Yeah, like that. Those are the bands that need to be in the corner pocket of a bar. Like, that's me, man. And that's and that's you know. And I, I'm there's not afraid to that. be honest. There's nothing well, I'm not, wrong I'm with I'm that. not afraid to be honest about where I'm at in my career. Like, yeah, I'm sitting here saying like I'm trying to find the time to invest to get to that next. That's why I talk to you about what's your next step yeah. for you. What's the next uh, level Honestly, for you? Motivation. I need to motivate like my guys um, because. I love them. I love them to death. We all need to be more motivated. But it's so when it comes to an original project, everyone has to be on the same page. On bro. the same page, and they like everyone has to be doing something. Yeah. Um, like, and they really don't. But if you if you're looking to be to go more than just playing in the bars, your entire band needs to be have frontman mentality is what I call it. Yeah. They all need to want to get Maybe to that a point. Fucking star. I mean, have you ever yeah. it's like have you ever went and seen I've never gone a I've, band of like fucking stars and yeah. just seen the way they act and have the way they seen, carry themselves? Have you ever seen like just anybody like like I've never gone to see one like emo punk band or a pop punk band and like one guy's going Yeah, no, they're all like if there's a DJ, the DJ is fucking hitting the breakdowns. Like, yeah. like, uh, like you go watch Incubus. Have you ever seen Incubus live? Yes, the one of the DJ, first bands I went the saw The DJ by for Incubus, he he's only got like uh, five or six songs, but when Love he's it. not when he's not DJing, Love he's it. got a shaker and he's slinging those dreads, dude. He's, yeah, dude. He's into it and he, he he's part of the band. He's yeah. a lot. Of, I know a lot of people who go just to see him. Yeah, like they're like, man, I'd love watching that DJ. I, I got a sling uh, his dreads. I met a drummer the other night, Fred Escobedo, I believe. Frank Escobedo, I believe. Um, great drummer. Yeah, he plays with Static Blues, and he also uh, has a cover band, a tribute band called uh, Stellar, an Incubus Experience. Yeah, and uh, they're playing with like uh, Garden Grove, Garden Groove, oh, yeah. another Incubus Garden tribute Groove. band, and um, um, they're playing soon to at Scott Bard. Anyways. Cool guy. He goes, yeah, dude. One of the first things he said was like, yeah, do we even have a DJ? I was oh. like, oh, damn, dude. I was like, so he's like, we're not using any backing tracks. He's like, everything we do, and we're yeah. doing like some deep cuts too. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Because I'm yeah. love Incubus, dude. I like very uh, special place in my heart. You know, you know, because you know, I took a music psychology, and what's that like, dude? It's just, dude. First College of all, it music. makes you it makes you so cynical about I already am it's like why would i need to it makes it but not cynical in a way like where you're like i hate everything it's just like it opens your eyes to see how bad you actually are 
like like how much more work you could do and like the, you know like when you go to a concert and you think that nothing's happening and there's, there's so like much the fog machines are going and the lights are changing colors that's all planned everything yeah. about it oh like yeah the speakers are playing ambient tones to make you feel a certain way they're even they're even panning in stereo yeah. uh yeah in a certain yeah to yeah. give a feel to, to give room. you a feel like, I know, dude. Like, and like, I noticed that. <laughs> you're like, and I'm not here with my freaking one by twelve. Oh, dude, I'm Blues well, Junior. Yeah, man. And you're like, what the? F- this is so intense, and it's so, and like, and you're and you're trying to explain it to a commoner, and you're like, you don't have no idea what's happening, do you? And they're like, this is the best time. And that's, and I'm like, and that's the thing, dude. And it's like, like I said, we're forever cursed in a way. Yeah. Of like seeing things from a musician or performers. Or you know anything, yeah, anything, anything you do a is movie, like we even watching a movie. You're like, oh, my girlfriend mm. hates watching movies with me because I'm like, I know every word to all of them and I know all the continuity errors and I can see them as they happen. And she's like, shut up, I'm yeah. just trying to enjoy this fucking dumb and dumb. And they're movie. right, and they're right. You yeah, know? there's no reason I should be like that away, but yeah, I am. You see, see right here where they where they they cut the they bird's head been. off. Yeah, and, yeah. You yeah. see that it's a different piece of cake every time he cuts through the cake. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, a different color fork. Um but no, it, it it's for for me. It's I just need to get it together. It either needs to be full on the pedal, or and I need uh, we have a song that we're gonna they're gonna release soon, and it's uh it's a song that I cut a long time ago and we just remastered it. Yeah, and get a I little just, shameless plug here, dude. Yeah, for this yeah, new song yeah, release. Yeah, we got a little song coming in. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but uh, and but I need to get in. And do I could track it myself? I just have to get the equipment to do it. But um, that's a whole ass job, bro. Um, that's what kills me. And 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 the whole band thing, yeah. the CD. You talked about the, the the hard copy, right? The whole CD thing is is kind of no more. There's yeah, people still zero. doing it. Yeah, and it's cool. It's like a novelty. I love it when people come up to me and ask, "You got any CDs?" And yeah, I just kind of look at them like they're stupid. I'm like. It's kind of cool, actually, though, like to see someone like still doing that. It's kind of like, man, this is gone. Well, no one's see, doing this you anymore. See, like a lot of country guys, especially in the Texas country market, every single one of them got a hard copy CD at their merch booth. Five That's bucks. Dope. Yeah, because you know, think about how many people do come up to you like, you got any CDs? And you're like, no, who the fuck dude. has CDs anymore? It's a digital world, go. You'd be surprised. But you'd be and, then like, you, and then you just lost a fan, or you just pissed someone off. Yeah. And, 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 and no offense to you. I mean, you know. Yeah, no, no. You, you're, you're having really, a rough night or whatever. It, no, even if you said it so nicely, you're like, uh, you know, we don't have, we don't carry CDs. Everything's online. Like, They're like, newfangled. Right, whatever. <laughs> you just lost a customer. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just lost a paying customer. Don't ask me and mine's for nothing. <laughs> but, uh, Oh, but man. yeah, like you got CDs. Can I use the restroom? Where's the restroom at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just going down the hall to the right. You go ahead and think your sponsors. Uh, no, I'm just gonna pause. Well, we are kind of sponsored. We we do have some things coming up, but I don't want to speak too soon for this podcast and um, its parent company, Athletically Declined, if you will, <laughs> if you will call it that. Um, but yeah, we'll just go ahead and pause it up until you get back. Unless there isn't, uh, we're using a new software, and I forgot how to. Uh, I actually forgot how to pause it on this one, but whatever. It's a pretty nice bathtub. It's all right. I mean, it. I don't want to say that. It's uh, yeah, it's wide. It's definitely comfortable. I don't really take baths. I don't. Sydney does. 
And um, what? You like to take baths? Oh, of course, the kids, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah, don't get me wrong. It's if it didn't have a wide door frame and a wide. What happened? He's pouring out there. Yeah, I heard it. I was like, dope. But I got next to the door. Um, no, my dad would wouldn't buy a house if if it uh, if it was facing the sun for the majority of the day. Um, yeah, I don't blame him honestly. Because he wanted to do shit outside and he didn't want the sun beating in on his face. I feel that. It's back to where it was, so I can get my yeah, right. get the whole facial Perfect. facial. Yeah, dude. Um, I look like a fucking slob today. Um, uh, not you look gonna, good. This is what I. I, I so I try to explain to people, you know, they're like, you're wearing the same shit every time I see you. It's called brand recognition. Yeah, bro. I'm creating a, no, a look and like a brand, really, bro. Really, um, like people I'm like, just you're, poor. You're always wearing, well, that's why I get black. Because you know how expensive a black t-shirt is at Walmart? Four dollars. Well, not only that, dude, it can go with it. <clears throat> look, growing up poor, <clears throat> you have all these scenarios in life, right? Like, I remember like growing up, oh, no, I wasn't that poor, but like, yeah. we weren't balling. But don't be wrong. I was very blessed. Like when it you came, were, to, you were lower middle class. When it came to school clothes shopping time, though, mom was always getting her income tax check or whatever. So it was like I'd go drop, you know, five hundred to a grand on a wardrobe, dude. <clears throat> like for new school year, dude, dude. like we were living it up. Hold on. Hell no. Now listen. Now listen. Listen. Ugh. I'd get lucky. The grand was like a, if I was really pushing it. Listen. Put it this way, though. Put it this way. I was making them same. I'd be like, Mom, should I get the red shoes or the black ones? She'd like, you know, well, the black will go with more. And uh, I don't want you, you know, asking for new shoes by next. And I'm like, you know, so we've all gone through that, right? My like, dad, okay, I'm getting the blacks. Jesus. No, I, I get the black. Just, it's a, I don't know, it's an industry standard to go all black. Um, but, right. But, Musically, um, yeah, dude. But man, no, it, like, you know, they're like, I, I see the same, you're wearing the same shit every time I see you. You're wearing black and black and black. You got two fucking kids, bro. And I'm like, well, no, not only that, but like people see you a certain way on the internet. They they want to see you that way in life. <sighs> That's a whole other life. thing, dude. They want they cuz I mean, you got to think about if you saw Cody Johnson walking in basketball shorts and a t-shirt, you mo- 99% wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. But if he was wearing his Cody Johnson outfit, yeah. You'd be like, "Holy shit, that's fucking Cody Johnson." <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's the same thing like like I, I don't know anyone like of our generation who would recognize Gene Simmons if he wasn't wearing his makeup. Yeah, yeah. Like I know I would. It's br- yeah, yeah. You would, but like. And that's another thing about us, bro. It's brand recognition. Not to like, go too far off what you're talking about, but like, yeah. we're 26, 28, you know. Yeah. But we definitely know a lot of these older oh, bands that I, our generation doesn't. I tell I tell everybody this: if if you want to be good at something, you should know everything about it. Yeah, man. And I mean, Do your you research. Should, you should bro. know everything about it, and. Um, not saying that you're less of a musician or less of an artist if you don't know them, but I mean, I mean, if you're if, never, if I, if I, if I hired a plumber and I said, Hey man, this is the kind of plumbing I got. And he was like, hold on, let me YouTube that real quick. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, I'm going to call mm. a different guy. Thank you very much. Like experience. Um, or like, just like if you asked anybody, like if somebody came to mow your yard and they started like mowing your entire yard with a weed eater, <laughs> you'd be like. You'd be like, you don't have a lawnmower? They're like, a lawnmower? You're like, yeah. what? Because like, they, they didn't know that. Like, That's obviously a hyperbole. It's, it's an exaggeration. Yeah. But um, uh, but it's the same concept. Like, You should know exactly 
Everything. I mean, and I don't want people like I had this conversation with my sister yesterday or uh, on Christmas break when we were together. I was like, there's one thing in this world that I know everything about. Mm. I know everything about it. You know, if if you gave me enough money, I could make anyone famous mm. and it's music. So don't question me about anything about music. And, but, and if I don't know about it, I'll tell you I don't know about it. Right. But don't question me like there's yeah, there's. When it comes to the music industry, there's very few things that I don't know about. What do you got there? I'm listening. Uh, no, I mean, uh, I'm just going to change the batteries. Oh. Yeah, we should just stay. Let's text Morgan back. We're back. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, uh, just like uh, knowing about you know. Oh, doing your research music. on this on these things. Why yeah. not? If you did it, like for me, it's like I've dedicated my life to this. Right, I've chosen to not. I know out to take oil and gas route. I've chosen yeah. not to go. Um, why not learn music theory? Why not learn the hist- music history? Why not take music psychology? Why not invest? Right, and I'm, and you know, obviously I'm guilty of not doing this sometimes. Yeah, and I'll be, and, and like you said, I'll be honest about it if I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, there, I mean, there's things that mind. I just choose to not know about, like, you know, like there's artists I don't care to even listen to. Like, you heard one thing, you're like, that's not for me. Um, but that's not gonna stop me from learning about who that artist is to the world or what their process was. Or, and you never know yeah. what that information might do for you. It could help you so much. It could help you dude. And dude, one of like, and just like dude, biggest things for like, like younger people and like people who are coming out. And the thing is, it's the same. I dude, I was the same. And every person that I've ever given advice to, that's a young person playing music. They're not going to listen to you. I don't know what it is. A lot of times. Yeah. I wish that like, as someone who is talented would listen to people who I'll, I can I can give you good uh, analysis for but this. the thing but the thing is like don't I think that you could learn so much more from people who have done it and failed than people yeah. who have been successful at it yeah because a lot of times the people who have been successful at it like it's like a one in a million chance and right. they were that one in a million that they just happened to like Luke Combs you know he just went and played in bars for free for a year and just happened his record just happened to hit right like that's a one in a million like a lot of people do that oh i'm gonna go do that well that I might know, not be the information you needed the, for it, your big break. that's his path yeah dude. you could have a complete you're not you talented might need enough to, to, to do that. that you might need to listen to that loser <laughs> you can't that. sing that yeah. good like <laughs> you're not luke combs that's what i'm saying like or there's that it factor thing right like a lot of people have, have that it, it factor, a lot of people dude. and then a lot of people have it but they don't know how to keep their mouth shut or they don't yeah yeah, or they don't have it, and they it's think a fine they do. Line. But yeah, I told I've told people like so many times. Just the biggest advice that I never took, and sometimes I still don't take, is to just keep your mouth shut. Oh, yeah. Because you don't know who's oh, in the I room. Over talk all the time. You don't know who's in the room, and you don't know who you're going to be in the room with tomorrow, and you don't know what they've heard or what you've said. And how many times have you been the older guy in the situation, and you hear this young book? Flapping their gums and and, oh, and yeah. name dropping and trying to and you're like, dude, you sound like an ass right now. I do. I, how I many times have it, you been the other? The kid, I've said you know? it so many times, and I used to be the kid, but now I just don't guilty. even. I just don't even. I try not to bother even speaking about 
any of that. Any of that. And I said it on uh, on uh, Dalton Earl Shred's podcast, and uh, I'll say it on this one: if yeah. it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. And you should never speak in a room like yeah. To, you should never speak to anyone. So true. Like because you could say, yeah, man. Like if you hired Cody Johnson's fiddle player to play on your record, you don't know him. He doesn't know you. He played. He probably spent very minimal effort on your record. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't tell anybody that you've worked with him. You shouldn't tell anybody that like the, the furthest you should go in that conversation is, yeah, I hired Cody Johnson. Unless they're asking you. Yeah. Right? Well, like you should say, yeah, I hired Cody Johnson's uh, uh, fiddle player to play on this. That's him playing on it. That's the end of that. You're not friends with him. You don't got his number. Even if you do have his number, you know, it's so easy to say my buddy. It's yeah. Like, my oh, is buddy, he really your buddy? My good buddy. Like, I that's one thing for me. I'll never I'm say guilty of some of those sometimes too. My good buddy, this blah 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 blah. Right. You know, that's my like who gives they don't give a shit who yeah. wrote the song. They don't give a shit yeah. who you go on hunting trips with. Like some of them do, but not if they're like if they're just popular songwriters to like if they're just people only musicians would care about. Right. You're only doing that. To flex on other musicians. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's all you're doing. Really. That is all. Like, if you had a good show and you open for somebody like Cody Johnson, because or, you know they're the only ones that know about them. Yeah, and know, the gonna, average person is not going to know or care. No one knows who these guys are. That are they're like, playing, they're getting ready to go to Whataburger after tonight. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. These guys that you're talking about could walk into any store anywhere, and no one would know who they are. Yeah, unless a musician walked into the same store and they're like, "Holy shit!" Like, dude, I remember one time. A lot of people don't know who Ray Wiley Hubbard is, but um, sounds familiar. He sings the song "Snake Farm." He's dude. He's he's a Texas legend. Okay. Um, but and he's got a very distinct look. He looks like a homeless guy who like just rolled out yeah, of bed. He's got a distinct name. His name sounds Ray like, Hubbard. like a country singer. Yeah, and um, just a lot of people our age or from the, you know this new generation wouldn't know who he was right. if they were standing right next to him. Well, I was at a dealership in Dallas and uh, with a friend of mine, and I was like, he like walked past. I was like, that's <laughs> fucking Ray Wally Hubbard. And they're like, who the fuck is that? I was like, dude, Tex- like, Texas Texas, legend. And the guy at the dealership uh, was leaving to go and handle his account because the, they were like switching, and I guess that he had set it up online with him or whatever. And I was like, well, why don't you just ask him if he's Ray Wally Hubbard? Or you'll find out. Right. And then you come back over here and tell me if I'm right. I'm pretty sure that's Ray Riley Hubbard. Yeah. And he like comes by and he had already bought the van. He was buying a van and he had already bought it online. They were Probably just doing put paperwork. Music gear in. Yeah. <laughs> and they pulled the van right up to the car that my friend was buying. And the guy gets out of it. He goes, It is Ray Wiley Hubbard. And he comes walking up. And I'm, you know, you just you don't bother people when they're in there. You know, especially like that. They've heard it all. Yeah. They've heard it and all. And so they're like, why don't you say something? I'm like, I don't need to. The guy's buying a van. He doesn't want me fucking harassing him while he's buying a van. But and you can just give him like, hey, man, love your work. That's it. Oh, yeah. But I wasn't I wasn't going to do that. He was, you know, and then, well, I guess the guy told him that, that I had recognized were. him. And he came over and he was like, did you recognize me? And he, I was like, yeah. He's like, how old are you? And I was like, uh, at the time, I was like 24, 25. He's like, Probably blew he's, his like mind. he's like, how the f- do you know who I am? I was like, yeah, I'm a big fan. I, I write music my own. So, you know, being in the, you know, yeah. in the loop, you know, it's easy to know who you are. And he was like, well, yeah. I appreciate it. He's like, that guy didn't know who I was. And he's, you know, twice my age. And I was like, no, no, it's, you know. It's and that's right. the world, man. He's like, thanks, the he world, was like, he was like, thanks for not bothering me. And I was like, nah, you're doing your thing. Like, yeah. you're doing your thing. Like, 
you just and then that little interaction i'm sure that somewhere down the road you know if it came up you know in the next couple months like say i was in the room with him he probably would remember that i didn't fucking pester him you know because i know a lot of people that are artists that pester other artists oh yeah and i've been in the room with that said artist and they've gone man this fucking guy would leave me fucking alone last night break waster yeah call him and it's it like, wastes your entire break. You yeah, can't even fucking. You're like, you're like, dude, just leave the guy alone. Like, if they ask you to hang out, it's different. But yeah, I wanted man. to say something about earlier. You were talking about, you know, doing your research on subjects, and I heard something. This was back when I was, you know, trying to, trying to get my head wrapped around like what a major scale was, and like, oh yeah, and it was all these people who were like, uh, you know, and you know, you hear about the classic of well, the Beatles didn't know theory, and and Jimi Hendrix didn't know theory. Yes, they did, by the way. Uh, <laughs> they're 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 over here talking about diminished chords and. And the flat five, yeah, they know they know the basics of theory. Anyways, yeah. uh, they're not getting into modes probably, but whatever. <laughs> Point being, um, uh, I remember hearing this thing, and it was like, you're never smarter for not learning something. Yeah. You're never smarter for not learning it. So, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like, you know, just, just put your... If you did, and your the thing research. is, I, I, I recently won, you know, just... You know, I've been working on my guitar, my guitar playing personally. You know, just being a better guitar player, and <laughs> it's a never-ending. You can, game you can there, always dude. be better because, dude. F- first of all, people who you know, country guys who shit on um, like pop punk or metal guitar players, they're like, ah, they're just playing noodle music, and it's like, or they're playing power chords or whatever they're playing. If you really listen to like like a band that I always say is like Simple Plan. A lot of their music is riffs, like it's its own craft. It's like in a weird it, way, know, and I know that they're like any given guitar player could not go out there and perform the way these bands perform and play the there's music a, at the same there's time. There's a touch to every any band that anybody tries to rip on. It's like yeah. that's made it and had their own distinct sound. The Ramones, the way oh, yeah. the way he strums, the the height, the way he carries it. Yeah, Jimmy Page, the action of his. The string gauge he used. Hell yeah. Uh, for, it for all makes Stevie a difference. Stevie Ray Vaughan, yeah. the way he plays 14s and, you know. Stupid. The, it's, it's the, it's, no. uh, and, but it's If that, somebody handed you gu- Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar and said, not rip like, those riffs. Yeah, like, you're, you're not, not doing it. You're not doing it. And it's, his, you know, it's those little details. You seen the picture of his hands? You seen I the pictures so. of his hands? They're black. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's From just a, shredding, just ripping his fingers apart, like, for years and years yeah, and years. Dude. Like, there's, dude, there's tonality that comes, like. Uh, dude, uh, and then there's also tonality that comes from just having so much money. You can afford like the Dumbles and like the Klon and the Dumble and the, dude. Well, oh, like fuck. I saw, I saw a video. You, you've probably seen the video of John Mayer. Somebody hands him like a squire, like this yellow squire from the crowd, yeah. and he plugs it in and starts ripping. Yeah, you know, just sick tones. And it sounds great. And people are like, so the tone really is in the fingers. He's and still it's going like, into his Klon. It's like, no, you mean it goes into his four hundred and fifty thousand well, dollars worth well, of equipment. I'll say this. I do think that you can intricate a squire strat still has some characteristics of a strat. Yeah, and a great player does have the tone in their hands. Absolutely, they do have. They know how to make a cheap guitar. That tone, yeah, is no. It's still from his four hundred thousand dollars worth of guitar equipment. Fifty percent of tone involved in the rest of the chain. Oh yeah, and they're like, man, just look at that. I was like, I I could no, but there's totally guitar players. He's one of the greatest players. Like I could hand him John Mayer's strat, John Mayer's setup, and it would sound fucking horrible. Right. Because you don't have the touch, you don't have his. You don't touch. have the touch. You don't have the fucking touch. They and would say I've about heard Jimmy Page's guitar. They say in, people would pick up his guitar and be like, "What the f-? like? 
I could never. I don't Dude, see go how he watch does that, it. Go watch that. Uh, have it's you ever seen that 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 uh, that circle where it's Jimmy Page, The yep, Edge? Edge. And it's the movie. It's called It Might Get Loud. Yeah, and yes. uh, Jack Black. Yeah, and Jack, they're just Jack watching White. Jack, Jack White. White yeah, yeah, sorry, Jack White. And uh, you know, they're just looking at his guitar. They're like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know how I get that tune?" And then Jack White goes, "I get it like this." And he goes, "You couldn't be more wrong. I'm tuned a different way." And he's like. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah, yeah. so much more fucking yeah, sense. Oh, he's like, You're just, or cashmere yeah. is the song. Dad, 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 dad tuning. And he's like, it's, you know, it's meant to be sloppy. And then like he was doing something like uh, instead of, you know, pressing harmonies, he was like harm- hitting that last string. Yeah. And it was giving him that that fullness or whatever. And they were like, just oh, that yeah. simple thing. They were well, like, never thought to do that. Well, everyone talk- it's such a weird. I mean, I can understand Jack White and Jimmy Page getting together. Yeah. Throwing Edge in there was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> granted, I, because, dude, granted Edge, growing as I've grown oh older, I do love you too. As uh, I've grown older, I've grown to love dude. Bono and his. But his when you're ability thinking about a, a room of the greatest guitar players, those are not the three. That, uh, Jimmy Page is in there. Yeah, yeah. But Jack or White, Jack and I White, love Jack White. But Jack White was creative in a way that his setup was so disgustingly simplistic. It was awesome. I fucking love Jack White, actually. And, I think he's so cool. But then you think about, like, who else is just nitty-gritty guitar but, playing? You're not thinking about the Edge. edge. Now, You're not granted, thinking about Edge. Granted, we do have to give him his... I'm sure you've... Dude, he's very intuitive when it comes to... And inventive when it comes to... Yeah, he was, like, the only guy... Like, really one of the only dudes using that many... Not sounding like a guitar? I don't know. Yeah. And that's not my thing. Yeah. And we have to be... that. We have to acknowledge oh, yeah. that that's not our thing, but it's still... Not everybody can go YouTube, out and do his YouTube thing. is what I call, uh, it, they have the Christian effect. They, to me, started the whole, the whole, the whole extra delay and reverb. Oh, yeah. It's fucking U2. And, yeah, and no offense to Christian it. bands, because I I play a lot of the songs, and I don't think they're bad songs at all. No. They all sound, a lot of them sound the same. No, but the, the thing but about it is. they are just doing the U2 thing, and to me, no offense, U2 is like the epitome of and, and Bono himself is a Christian, yeah, a yeah. Jesus follower. It's like, yeah. well, it's just, well, this, 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 you know, it's, it's not as cheesy uh, as a lot of... Dude, I, I have, you know, uh, like, just knowing the psychology of music, like, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, like, um, music manipulation is what I call it. And you 2 they're playing in those major chords with those minor falls and those, and those, like, those, that, that, uh, it's that key that just kicks you, your emotions into it. It yeah. it happens to everyone. Whoever lie, somebody will lie to you if they say that that. I mean, there's some people who just don't have Dude. that. And but, I get it. I guess if I guess I don't really get it if but, you don't like YouTube. But there's a there's a you know, you know it's that key, and it's those it's those or, keys it's those minor falls that ha- trigger that emotional response in you yeah. that you just feel that like floating, and they do it they do it in it's, Christian it, music and. Yeah. It's it's not on accident the why they all sound the same. It's because yeah. it, it triggers that emotion. It's, these these, it's these the most powerful these chords. intervallic movements yeah. give you feelings. Yeah, and they're like noted as like yeah. like the Lydian mode is like the feeling of exploration. Yeah, like, like and they use the Lydian mode in like Jurassic Park. Yeah, all of that is just it's they a, know it's a major scale with a sharp four. Yeah, and it gives you this this different feel. Yeah, it like like the Phrygian mode. It's the Spanish Middle Eastern sound. Yeah, you ever see a desert movie? You know, it's like ba-da-ding. yeah, it's the flat two. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's flat two. No other scale besides the diminished scale or Locrian mode has a flat two. So it's a unique yeah. sound that our ear goes, ah, I've heard you know, this before. Like like if you blindfolded someone and you played, you know, these like a scary music theme track, they would know that it's a scary movie. If you played yeah, a western, yeah, yeah. they would know it was a western movie. You know, imagine how non-scary movies would be if there wasn't that big 
Dude, the, the score on you a know, movie is everything. It's everything. The score on a movie is everything. everything. Go listen to your favorite. Go watch your favorite movie and just imagine with no music. Be weird. Or no sound effects. Be weird. You'd be just be listening to a hot mic and dudes going. <laughs> you know. I also love movies that just have mumbling. good soundtracks. Like oh, anything by Adam Sandler. Like he's always putting bang he's got ass music. Stupid good soundtracks. Stupid good man. taste in music, bro. Crazy. I was watching Little Nicky the other day. And he's climbing the window to go see and the girl that he likes. And it's drive. It's dude. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's pardon a, me. Pardon me. Yeah. But prior to pardon me was another good fucking song. Like he goes to the wrong window and sees that like yeah, yeah. gay guy or like that crossdresser trans yeah. guy. Uh, and he's like, and it was a different. And it was a good song, but it was different. And yeah. then he goes to the next window and pardon me wow, starts. Wow, wow, wow. And it just changes the whole mood. Yeah, change the whole I, mood of the, the chord, scene. I could play the chords right now. Yeah, the same two chords for. Uh, I got another confession. Oh yeah, to make. dude. And you know, we, you know what makes me mad? It stumps me as a songwriter, is and I and I and I shouldn't do it because I'm comparing myself to some of the greatest songwriters of all time. Oh, it's so hard. And after. like just listening to, if you really truly listen to that uh, Everlong, you know, it's like a cheesy song. Dude, but, but like now it's no, become it's a cheesy song. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. It was Everlong. In, 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 sorry, just freak out on you like that. Yeah, Little yeah. Nicky, yeah. he's going to climb to that. To see that first window to see, yeah, and it's and it's ever long. It's the acoustic version, yeah. dude. Chill, I get chills because at the end of the day, dude, I don't give a fuck. And I'll even when I was going through my emo phase, uh, you know, I'd be watching MTV Two all night, yeah, uh, or MTV music videos all night, like waiting for the Panic of the Disco and the Fallout Boy and the and the My Kim yeah. and all the good shit, you know. Yeah. Um, and then there'd be a uh, there'd be a monkey wrench would come on and I'd be like, fuck, you know. <laughs> but as I've grown older, mind you, at that at that age, I didn't know that dude. that was Nirvana's drummer. Really? I didn't know that that was Kurt Cobain, and I also hadn't had a deep appreciation for Nirvana at the I time. I don't really. I, I've never grasped it. Like I get it. The, I do. Like the grunge movement, I understand how important they were to music. Dude, turn the I fuck just... out. I don't know if it's grunge. You did, and I chose it as the song for my post about our episode. Oh, Audio Slave. That's my favorite band Dude, of all time. Yeah. Which it was kind of grungy. I mean, Cornell's kind of grungy, huh? Oh yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. your cover of Like a Stone. Yeah, fucking hit me that that day we played together. It is. I was like, Damn, it's one of my favorite good. songs. It's one of my favorite songs, and I'm very big on like you should know what you can sing and you should know what you can. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of people that's their song. And they're like, man, man, I won't do it. And I didn't do it for a long time because I wanted to make it worth singing because that's somebody who like I look up so much oh to as a, as a vocalist. And, you know, a lot of people like, he was so overrated. He was always high. I was like, but you got to be good to fucking lay that down and continuously lay it down. Like, like it doesn't matter if you're always high, but. Dude, I saw this post. And it was like, it was like, you know, I'm missing Chris Cornell. And it yeah. was like, nobody sings like you anymore. Yeah. So true, man. It's true. Who the fuck but sings like, like him? But uh, well, like I was saying, dude, um, before we check out of here, because I got to get going. Yes, I was uh, going to say. Pretty soon. Yeah, we'll wrap but, it up, um, dude. But, but what, what, what I always, as a songwriter, dude, I compare myself. Like, my songwriting style is so much more different than everyone. Like, it has structure, and it has your, you know, your one, two, one, and then, like, your verse, chorus, you know, chorus. And, but I also have songs that just have no... Structure there shouldn't be a formula, and uh, you know, I, but I'm thinking about the lyric, dude. I'm thinking about these, these like test of time lyrics that the, but literally they're the greatest songwriters that we've ever known, and like, but like, ever give me some, give me some. What, what's oh, oh, I, have a, I have a favorite line in this song. What's yours? But like, but like, like well, I'll go to Cornell, man. Like Cornell. No, 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 go back to Everlong. What, what, what's one of the just lyrics? the opening lyric? Hello, I've Hello, waited for like I've waited here for, for you, Everlong, like that. Like and when you hear that, like about, you're like, that's it. My, I throw my, myself into like uh, my my favorite one is uh, "Breathe Out." 
so I can breathe you in. Yeah. And you have to you have to inhale for the next and he says hold you in. I just love that. Dude, there's a, like there's a song uh oh. by City and Color. City and Color Dallas Green is one of my favorite songwriters. Every album I can listen to front to back and just be like lost in his lyrics. But he has a si- simple lyric at the end of uh he has a simple lyric yeah. at the end of uh at the end of one of his songs um called Like Knives. Mm. And the the he just screams it. The song is very uh, mellow. And it's like you know, it's like uh, your words. He's in falsetto are like knives. It's right. just a very vibey song. But at the end, he's just yelling, "Can I have you?" Mm. And it's like just open. Like the song obviously is about somebody he's fighting with. Like yeah. th- he, you can tell that in the song, they're not quite on the level of infatuation that he has for her as him. Right. And at the end, he's just like, I'm open. I'm here. Mm. And like, he's just yelling, can I have you? Mm. And it's like, can it's believable. I have you? And he just keeps going and it gets louder and louder. And you can tell that that was the staple. There's something about like repeating a lyric, like Dude, a mantra over well, and over just, again. And then like, it's not, it's not the EP title. It's not the name of the song, yeah. But it's a it's a line that hits hard. Could have been the name of the song. It could have been the name of the song. It could have been the name of the EP, and it would have all made sense. But and that's the thing about every single one of his songs. He's got lines yeah. that just will stand the test, and they'll just fucking like like punchers, dude. Goddamn, hits like, you in the fucking chest. Like, like we, we see, me and Sydney have some from Oasis, and it's like some of the ones are like um, there's some, one in Wonderwall, but there's one in and I know Wonderwall, but there's also one in. Um, don't look back in anger. Oh, dude! And Champagne Supernova. That Both just, of those songs have lyrics. When I hear Champagne Supernova, dude, I just get this. I it's like you disassociate, and you're just like, well, the way it starts it has like that waterbed of oh, dude. A major sounds. Yes, yes. I want to pull this guitar up and play some of it, but we'll save that for another time. Justin, I think you and I we need to do this again. Yeah, I'm totally down. I had no problem uh, chatting it up with you, man. And well, I feel up. like we could go another two oh hours. Oh my, I easily could if I wasn't <laughs> if we didn't have reservations for Giyu Kaku tonight. Which uh, if you haven't had that Japanese barbecue place in Houston, please go check out Giyu Kaku. I'm always putting these. I'm always giving these guys put free, them out there. Yeah, free uh, advertising for the pub. Anything you anything Strictly you want to close on for the pub? Any uh, any any. Promos, anything you want to plug? Um, uh, we're playing at uh, Cactus Jacks tomorrow. Um, we got a uh, we got a couple shows. What uh, time is it, Cactus Jacks? Uh, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight we're playing with Trent Cali, and uh, there's good. He's good. I, I like yep. him. I, I've been playing with Trent since we both started. Um, but he's fun to be around. He's a good guy. Entertaining show. Yes. Um, but if you want to come see us, uh, February second, we're at Fat Grass in uh, Bay City. Um, a great venue, awesome staff, great food. Um, love it, and, love you, a gig like and that. they let us uh, play the songs we want to play. And we play Hell our original yeah. music, and we do a good set, and we're done and out of there. And you don't have to sit around all night and wait for us to be done. Yeah, and I just we'll see you there on that one. And uh, if you're thinking about being an original artist, uh, don't be mad at yourself all the time. Um, <laughs> Easier said than it's done. The right, easiest bro? thing to do and the hardest thing to stop doing. Um, and just. Do you be in your lane and keep your mouth shut? <laughs> be be nice to yourself, bitch. But be mean to everyone else. <laughs> That's how this music business works. It's a it's a funny game. Thank Don't be you a so crybaby bitch either. Yeah. Oof. Once again, <laughs> easier said than done. Thank you for your time, dude. Thank you for having me. I'll I'll, I'll be having you back as soon as I can, or as soon as you want. Just right. let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make we'll work it out. Yeah. Thank you, man.